Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to continue our series going through these deep dives for the different legions for Horus Heresy. In particular tonight, going again in order, we're going to go to White Scars. Now, um, this week we weren't able to do so, but after this week, at least for the next while, as long as we can do so, we realize we have 18 legions to go through, it's going to take a while, so we're actually going to start trying to do two recordings each week for this. That way we can at least get this done in a little bit more timely manner. Um, the anticipation was to do that this week, just things didn't align, but starting next week we're going to do that. The hope then is to be able to release an episode on Fridays as well as on Mondays. Well, now that we got through that bit of news, on to the show. Alright, and on tonight's episode, we are again continuing just the order of going through all these legions we have. We are now on to the 5th legion, we're on to White Scars. Um, just as the other episodes, we're going to go through everything we can about them. We are going to skip Primark, because we're going to do a breakdown later of the different Primarchs and, and have a big discussion about them. We're also, for the moment, uh, skipping Rights of War. Half just because of the amount of time that this takes us to go through everything else. But also, too... I mean, I personally have just started really using Rites of War and and trying them in a way that I think is useful. So I think any discussion of that probably wouldn't be that well thought out until we played it. Not that we're necessarily playing every one of these legions, but at least given a chance to either play against them to try more and to maybe understand a little better. Mm -hmm. But um, just as before, we are going to start with fluff and i think dan is taking the fluff for this one he likes yes, these yes, guys yes. yeah i do so this is my one of my favorite favorite legions next to alpha legion so these are my top two i really can't choose between the two um i actually don't and it's ironic because the two of them alpha legion and white scars had a big tiff during the heresy too which i find yes, funny yeah no they were they were they they fought um but you know this is definitely this was actually my first um army back when i started horus heresy so uh also with rights of war i'm i am going to mention theirs very lightly only because yeah, it that's fine. It, it, it's theirs is so what's the word i'm looking for ingrained in how you well, anyway, I'll talk about that. so fluff wise yeah. the white scars are every space marine legion has that kind of like real world historical example essentially and white scars are essentially your mongolians your huns if you will um, they have multiple names, the White Scars, the Horde of Jagatai, the Star Hunters. Um, but again, first founding chapter from the Heresy. Um, essentially, the story goes that their Primarch, Jagati Khan, uh, fell on the uh, world of Chagorian, uh, specifically on the steppes of Chagorian, not S-T-E-P-S, but S-T-E-P-P-E-S. Um, and essentially, he learned warfare from his father, um, their type of warfare, very, very historical. It's very much like the Mongolians hit and run, very quick combat. Um, just, again, very, you choose the battle, and it's not really retreating, it's more of like a tactical withdrawal. Um, uh, he is a very, I'm not going to say prideful warrior, but the Legion itself is a very prideful kind of Legion. Um, not as much as the Emperor's <laughs> children. Uh, but they definitely no value is. the idea of of combat, which is ironic because them and the Emperor's children always get into a fight with each other, uh, spawning probably one of the most quoted memes in the heresy, where Fulgrim essentially uh, tells uh, the Khan, you know, he's bantering with Jagati Khan, and he tells Jagati Khan, I've heard you've done strange things to your ships. 
you know, implying that he makes his ships go faster, which he did. And Jagati Khan goes, I heard you do strange things to your men. So he's, he's, and uh, I think it was more Terran. Someone's going to correct me in the comments. I'm pretty sure. I think it was even more Terran goes, I wonder who would win in a combat, you know, between the two of you. And Khan goes, I don't know, but I don't shout my, my accolades from the rooftops like you do. Um, so he's again, very, very singular, very alone, um, very savage, um, but very hit and run. Um, during the Harris heresy, um, funny enough, he, they, he's one of the few legions that didn't actually know the Horus heresy was actually going on, mostly because him and the fifth legion were actually go out in the, uh, Chondak system. I can't pronounce these names, some of them. Um, he was out in the Chondak system, uh, fighting the orcs. Uh, eventually Rogel Dorn kind of sends missives for him to join, uh, tell, tell him about Horus Harris's um, treachery, um, and basically telling the White Scars to join with the Space Wolves and Lehman Russ. Uh, Horus kind of predicts this. He sends the Alpha Legions to engage the Space Wolves, probably donning one of the biggest fights the White Scars had. Um, and he basically chooses to help the Imperium. He uses his speedy ships, which he does modify, to get to Terra. And he fights at Terra during the Horus Heresy. Um, it's kind of funny because he gives two middle fingers to Dorn. Dorn essentially tells him what to do, or, or he, at least he attempts to tell him what to do and how to fight. And Jagati Khan essentially says, yeah, go fuck yourself, I'm going to do what I want. Um, and he takes his warriors, and he does, he does very successful hit-and-run missions on supply lines, um, annoying the living hell out of um, Pertorabo. Like, Pertorabo hated Khan, because Pertorabo can kind of, like, again, he was the mastermind behind the invasion, but Khan was one of those things where you can't really plan for him because he'll hit wherever he wants. Um... But yeah, it's it's it, the, the Legion is a hit and run Legion. It is a very fast hit and run Legion, um, and you hit and strike when you need to. That, that's kind of their fluff. Hopefully, that did them well. Hopefully, I made White Scars players proud with that. There, there was some differences I noticed in the book because I read it right before we started. They don't mention, you know, word coming from the Imperial side at all up to the con to, to tell him about the heresy it was more of yeah Horus sent alpha legion he thought you know he had them on different missions he thought they would go to his side and it was surprising to everyone or at least surprising to him that they didn't but the book actually didn't mention the other side which is interesting i mean oh sure sorry yeah. two more things okay. <laughs> i forgot to mention that uh very much like the oh no we just talked was it the iron warriors or the Emperor's who was the legion that like purged fifty percent of their warriors? Uh, the Emperor's children. Emperor's children. By the end of Istvan, about half of them were gone. That's both yeah. between purging so, and the yeah. ones that were traitor who were killed in the attempted purging. Got it. So I should point out that the White Scars also had a major problem. Um, I'm not going to say fifty percent of them went traitor, but a good portion of them did go traitor, or at least went renegade. They didn't join a side. They just kind of went. <laughs> um, and Khan absolutely purged his ranks. When I say Khan is a very good, um, uh, not metaphor, that's not the word I'm looking for. He's a good Foyer. representation of Hun, of the Hun. Uh, um, oh, okay. Um, analog. Um, analog. Analog's probably the best word, yeah. Analog. He's a good analog towards um, um, Attila the Hun. It's essentially that. He purged his legion. He, yeah, it was bad. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, though, if you if you if you really 
like are curious about like the white scars versus the council of Nakia and all that. Um, the con wasn't there, uh, mostly because the con didn't give a crap. Again, the emperor could tell him what to do and con would be like, I'm already on the edge of space. What are you going to do? Hunt me down. Um, but because he was high friends with Mortarian, he was extreme friends with Magnus. Um, many assume, and I would rightfully assume as well in their position that he was very much for psychers. Um, uh, sanctioned, of course, but he was very much for psychers because he had his own psychers known as the Storm Seers. Um, so he, because he was again friends with Mortarian. Oh no, wait, Mortarian. Sorry, not Mortarian. Mortarian hated psychers. Yes. Um, which is ironic. <laughs> the irony does not escape me. No, he was great friends with Magnus. Magnus. So yeah, it, it's really really cool. St- uh, again, one of my favorite legions. Probably biased because I started them. Um, it is white. You do have to paint white. <laughs> But no, their fluff is actually exceptionally, really, really, really cool. And in my opinion, a little spoiler, I think that their heresy rules um, really lend to that. Like, they're, they're one of the few legions that I think that are like, this, this is a very thought out legion. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, that's the fluff. White is easier to paint now with some of the things they've done. They have a lot of better paints out now. Um, I haven't tested out any of the new either contrast or shades. But I know they have a, ooh, I forget what it's called, but they now have a shade that's essentially a white, I think it's like, ooh, Night Haunt white or no, something like that. Yeah, I was going to say, and I've seen, oh, there's a guy at the store that did it. It wasn't Night Haunt white, the white, the, it was apothecary, it was the contrast paint. Yes. Is it apothecary white? No. Uh, is it the, uh, that's the contrast? There is an apothecary, I think apothecary white's one of the contrasts, yes. There might be more than one, but yeah. Apothecary white sucks though. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he used that, but he used it more in a way of like lining the crevices. So he didn't like, like the way I use contrast is I, I zenithal and then I paint the contrast over the zenithal to give it the idea of highlighting. He used it as a, um, I don't want to call it a line highlight because that's not how, what it's called. Pin high, pin, pin, pin wash, inking, pin, pin wash. wash. Jesus Christ. I, in my, the mind was rolling. Yeah, it's, like a, it's a pin wash. So use it more as a pin wash, and it came out really, really nice. Oh, I can't remember his damn name. Also, what's the White Scars player in the store? Um, Manny. Is it Manny? It, well, no, Manny is one of them. I don't know if you pin wash, but there was another guy who was, eh, maybe it's Manny. <laughs> I th- If it's not Manny, I don't know anyone who plays White Scars there. It might just be Manny then. I haven't been in the store in so long. Um, I hope he listens and he yells at you the next time because you don't remember who he was. <laughs> He probably is. Oh, also, he was. Um, I should point out that the white scars are also extremely secular. Um, even in 40k, they are extremely secular. Um, they'll scream for the emperor, but they don't scream for the god emperor. And they they do butt heads with the S. Oh, god, this name. They do butt heads with the Escalarchy. Ecclesiarchy. That's an actual word. I know it is, but... That's not one of these 40k made-up things, um, like a lot of these other words. Yeah, don't actually work. No, they butt heads with the ecclesiarchy uh, all the time. Um, so yeah, just again, really cool Legion. I, I am slightly biased because they were my first, but they do play really... I do like the idea of a hit-and-run army. Like, it is a really cool, tactically cool army. Anyway, that, that's, that's the fluff. All right, <laughs> trait. Uh, Steve, do you want the trait or do you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll cover the trait Cover fast. 
So the White Scar's Legion trait is extremely straightforward, but the spill out from the effect is pretty noticeable. So their trait is called Swift of Action. All mods with a special rule add one to the moving characteristic, and when called upon to make a roll to determine which player may take the first turn, or to seize the initiative, they may roll two dice and discard the lowest. So basically they seize the initiative and they move a little bit faster. Um, it's, uh, I mean, remember, plus one inch does work. Uh, what's the breakdown on movement? Uh, when you hit right eight, now. nine, so, so, uh, it's a plus one to charge. Okay, so right. eight, and, nine. A, and a typical Marine is seven. Yes. Yep. So now all of your basic Marines get a plus one on their charges. Yeah. Your, okay. cataf- okay. your cataphracty can now walk at a regular Marine speed. And um, yes. I can't remember off the top of my head if it pushes their jump packs and bikes to hit I'll the check next. It out. Give, tier. Me give me five. Give me five whole minutes. No, uh, five it's whole minutes. Not, minutes. I'm not waiting yeah. five minutes. So it would. Not, okay, so it would not help their jump pack because jump pack says to set your move to a value. Oh, okay. Jet pack adds six inches to your movement, so it should help with jet packs, but not jump packs. And how about bikes? Uh, no, it helps jump packs. Wait, did you say? Hold on, did you say it doesn't help jump packs? No, because jump packs set your move characteristic to twelve. Yeah, and then you add plus one to the move characteristic. It sets your oh, move I characteristic. I don't think you get to override that. All models of will add plus one to their movement characteristic. Yeah, but a jump pack will. Se- so look at jump pack. Jump. Yeah, pack. No, I'm looking at it. It yeah. sets the movement characteristic to the value of twelve. Okay, so I don't. So. It's I a timing issue. Then. The general rule is that your sets are the last thing that happens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, in fine. the game, you set things last. So. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because I got. No, no, no. It, it 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 won't help there, but it will help on a jetpack because jetpack says when you activate them, add six inches to your movement. It's not setting your movement for you. Um, for got a it. bike, okay. I think I thought a bike set movement as well. Um, Dan, are you able to look at bikes? Uh, or do I got to go get out my book, which is, is literally yeah, I got right my next book right here. Why am I again? I'm looking at the book, and I have the damn Excel sheet right here. You could do that instead. Every single time I do this, is this, I'm assuming the special rule is called bike. I have no idea. Well, no, the units just have a high move. Uh, unit types. There we are. Uh, infantry, cavalry, psychers. Uh, be under cavalry. They're cavalry, a cavalry. Yes, model cavalry or bikes. They don't see. actually have like uh, horse cavalry in this. Move three d six. Don't no rule model. it out. No, yeah. So it's just a move characteristic, David. Okay. It, it doesn't actually set anything. Okay, it just so tells there them you would get it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in most cases, no, you have it. I mean, the yeah. extra and the spillouts really nice. No, I was gonna say the spillouts really nice because dreadnoughts get it, tanks get it. Yeah, it, it it affects a lot more than you think. Okay. So, sound, so yeah. for a page reference in the main rulebook, page 147, under miles and units, there's a category for multiple modifiers. Um, it says that characteristics supersede any other modifier. The exception would be the Emperor's Children thing because it says it overrides. It specifically. Okay, good. All right, no, yeah. I'm glad you found it. Okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Okay. I mean... To me, it feels like one of the biggest things is that plus one inch also helps you so much on your charge. You're yes. getting one more inch, so I'm getting one more inch on my charge, so my charges are actually two inches closer. 
and you're already a fast army, so you're probably looking at good close combat options because otherwise your, your abilities don't help you unless you're trying to get into combat. Or at least that's not something you're considering to do. But. I agree. It, it's a good rule. And it's, it's, it's like, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's one of those rules where it sounds stupid and simple. Oh, it's only an inch. But what makes me laugh is that, like, <laughs> it's like it was a sex joke. It literally did make inch, you laugh. But it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's in my head. I'm like, I promise not to freaking laugh. But I laughed anyway, goddammit. Um, no, it, it's a really good rule. It, it, it's essentially a very good rule. Any, any miniature game to me, what they really boil down to is movement. There are other things. Obviously, you're going to have to roll dice, but, but but I can't control my dice. How well my dice roll or how well your dice roll is, you know, up to pure random chance. What I can control is where I move, where I position, the way in which I try to prepare myself. So if you are now able to move a bit further and potentially charge further, because remember, there is other bonuses beyond the plus one if you start getting things like moving 10 and things like that. Um that little extra bit helps you control what is honestly to me out of all war games the most important phase always is anything with movement no i agree it's good all right, all right. uh that was a brief conversation on that but not too much can be said about something that's just overall just good yeah no it's it's, it's easy simple but it's 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 easy simple but great and you're not going to forget it no, you're not. There's so many of these other ones. Because now I've, I've played a few extra games. I played like, what, three games last week. Playing at least another game and a couple games this week and all. Even with all the stuff I have going on. But some of them are just, to me, not that they're tough to remember. But they have a lot of little bits to them. Or it changes. The play. Like when I played against, uh, earlier this week, I played against one of, uh, one of the guys at Red Seal. And he had an Alpha Legion. And their ability, you know, their idea of it counts as two extra inches, essentially, their distance from you is very nice. But you have to constantly be thinking about that. And if that's your legion you're playing, I think you constantly have to remind your opponent about that. Because I'm sure there are yes. shots I did where I didn't remember that. Because why would I be? I'm not naturally thinking my distances are wrong. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, here's my distance. And Not to make you in more mm-hmm. that, Dave, but remember, they also have shroud bombs. Which make it a further six yes. inches on top. Uh, he, of that. he didn't use any shroud bombs. He didn't. Uh, wasn't up. Oh, wasn't okay, up. okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. No, no, no. Like, on top of that. Yes, but but even that, especially with things like because at first I thought it was on shooting. I didn't realize it's also on like charges. Essentially, anytime you measure and reactions, yeah. yeah, and reactions and yes. everything. There's a lot of those little things that just didn't think about. I didn't rem. I didn't remember because I've never played against them. They're not my main legion. And this was his first game just trying it out, so I'm sure he forgot to to talk about that as well. So this one is at least a nice and easy, and it's purely under your control. Just everything's plus one. There you go. Just do everything as plus one. Yep. But all right. Uh I'll I'll go through the advanced reaction here then. Um uh, yes. So has the, the, the standard requirements that you have to look at a unit entirely made up of white scars. Um it talks about the way advanced reactions work. So it's called chasing the wind. The advanced reaction may be made once per battle during the opponent player's movement phase when an enemy unit ends a move with any of its models within 12 inches of a model and a friendly unit under the active player's control with the white scar special rule. So it's like the normal movement reaction so far, except this one does not require line of sight. 
the main reactions in the movement phase, the core two reactions, get closer, get further away, do require line of sight. This one doesn't say that. Once the enemy model triggers this reaction is completely resolved, all friendly units composed entirely of models that are white scar, special rule, within 12 inches of that enemy unit's final position may immediately make a normal move. Such units may choose to activate jump packs to increase their movement, but may not run. This move is subject to all normal penalties for difficult terrain, dangerous. Um, if you're pinned or locked in combat, or if you're not allowed to move, then you can't do anything now. So it doesn't let you move if you wouldn't have been able to. Um, but they make a normal move. And that's the thing. It's not an initiative. It's a normal move. So if you are within 12, so an enemy gets within 12 inches of one of your units, you decide to activate this. Every one of your units that's within 12 of that enemy, wherever they end, gets to make a move. You can even, like I said, you can even use your jump pack so you can get like 12 inches away. Um, can't run. And you do take the penalties because normally your move reaction doesn't suffer difficult terrain because it's this set number. This gives you a full move, your full move at plus one. Um, this has to be annoying if you are an assault army, I would think. Because you're you're rolling up the yes. board with your yeah. big strong assault force, you got close enough to these guys, and then they literally can walk away on average eight inches. Yeah. And it's so. This is where I was going to mention the right of war. Yes, and we're going to write it to war. Early. There is specifically a right of war known as the Chagorian Brotherhood that changed very very much from the other edition, but essentially it boils down to very simple things. You cannot take heavy support unless it's a flyer and everything must be in a transport those are your limitations but essentially it makes all the sky hunt because the the reason i want to mention it it also doesn't include any of the special units it's actually just normal units that it changes okay um any sky hunter squadrons any outrider squadrons so those are your bikes are now troop choices and also line and on top of that sky hunter squadrons and outrider squadrons can be selected as elite choices um as well and they also get line, but they don't get line if they're in, in the elite. Mm. So you can put them in troop as line, elite, not line. Um, and you also get outflank. The entire army with infantry uh, gets outflank. Um, the reason I wanted to mention that right of war is because that pairs so ridiculously well with this goddamn advanced reaction. Because sure, moving eight with a space marine is fine. But now imagine if you have those, you know, Shamshir jet bikes or you have an entire unit of out, your entire army is outrider bikes, right? You're moving, what is it, bike 12 inches? Um, it depends. I think it's 14. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, gonna, some, I'm actually opening up the unit 14, profiles right yes. now. I'm looking up on Wait right now. Wait a second. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you, you're moving. Here we are, Legion. Yeah, 14. So the Sky Hunters are moving 16. The Outriders are moving 14. 15, because right? you get the plus yeah, one. Yeah, plus oh, one. Sorry, 15 and 17. Apologize. 15 and 17 inches. So if you are taking the Riot of War, as you should, because you're a White Scar player, although the money cost then becomes a thing. <laughs> but if you take that Riot of War, all of a sudden, you're moving 15 inches away. Yeah, you're gone. That's... You're gone. Yeah. If you if you you're, don't want to be gone. hurt, you are potentially gone or potentially hiding. You can be aggressive knowing you still have this because you can move to the way you want. And this, this is why I like the army so much. That advance, I know it's once per game, 
but it's just so fluffy and cool to have them have you come into this trap and then they flee and then come back. It's just it's that's so awesome in my opinion as, as a as a kind of way in the battlefield for it to look like. And just super powerful. It, it's it's just really good. When, whenever we are done with all these legions, oh god, I, we're not going to take. There's no way we're taking 18 weeks. At some point, we're going to have to record them more than once because I don't want the next like three months to be this. But whenever we're done, we are definitely <laughs> going to tier yeah. these things and order them. And I think this one's going to probably end up being near the top just because of Absolutely. what it can allow you to do. It might be terrible some games. Absolutely. Like it may be maybe some games it doesn't help you. But the amount of utility it has is amazing. Yeah. What's even funnier is, like, you can even use this offensively. So, like, you can park your bikes within... Uh, hold on. They move seven inches. You can park your bikes within five inches of a Space Marine squad, right? They can't get out of that 12-inch line at all because they only move seven. So the moment the opponent moves seven, you declare this reaction, and you push all of your bikes forward even further. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, there's so many cool things you can do with this. And it's just, it's, anyway, yeah. It's it just, it's, in my mind, it's such a cool thing to watch. Yeah, like I said, and, and probably annoying to play. Well, it's <laughs> probably not, to some extent. Now, if, if you have like a bunch of cataphracty terminators and you're trying to like, you hopped out of your Spartan to go try to mess them up. Like, yeah, it's going to be annoying because they're, they're, they're just going to run away. But you probably have to plan on a little bit of a different strategy or try some little bit different if you're going against white scars because you know they have this mobility. Or you have you have oh, yeah. to bait this out earlier while still having enough um, kind of set up later to be able to use the fact that they can't move as far away from you. And oh, yeah. I'm sure. just, yeah, there's nothing about line of sight in this one. So, I mean, Manny has... What Manny has his whole army, I think, is just sky hunters. I, I don't say. know. I know he's got a lot of bikes. I know he's got some Eben Keshig. Yeah, but I want to say his whole, almost almost at least his whole army is it. So I could almost imagine him just dancing around the battlefield and engaging when he wants to engage. Yeah. That's just cool. That, that's oh, I should point out a little side note um, for those who don't know. Um, because people are probably screaming at me, oh my god, they got rid of hit and run from the because the right of war used to give you hit and run, mm. which was another amazing ability, by yes. the way, Dave. If you don't know what hit and run is, hit and run is I think now you take a leadership check to do it. You always um, uh, in the past, at least in like seventh edition 40k, you no, did it was initiative. It was initiative before. In the past it was initiative, now I think it's leadership. Okay, so they changed it closer um, to seven. Yeah, it's eventually now it's you you fall back. Um I want to point out that no, yeah, I mean, sorry, yeah, no, the Rite of War does not give you hit and run. That's because the Outrider bikes and the Skyhunter bikes come with hit and run natively. <laughs> so that is their native rule. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't, like, they, you will not pin down, you will not have a happy engagement when you want with White Scars. No, well, that, well, you said pinning. You, yeah. you need to do stuff to them oh, yeah, or you hope you have good guns because they can't necessarily outrange yeah. and outpace all it's your weapons. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have hit and run built in, ladies and gents. So the idea of the right of war not giving it to you is because they do it automatically. By the way, that means that other legions can do this as well. So side note. Um, but 
you know, again, that's so far they haven't released any fast attack in plastic, as far as I know, for at least what I have. So I have zero fast attack because I'm not dealing with more resin. I got too much of that to deal with. Oh my god, outrider in plastic. I don't want to buy white squares. You don't have to. Well, you could buy it and then you'll sell it to someone. (laughs) Exactly. Legally obligated. We all know. Yeah, you will be obligated. If it's white scars, oh. like I always fool around with Alpha Legion and Salamanders making stupid lists, but white scars, oh my god. Oh. All right, well, why don't we uh, take a look at these warlord traits? Uh, yeah. Does anyone care which I'll... one in particular they do? Because there are three of them. I'll, I'll do Born in the Saddle because okay. that one I remember. I, want, I, I didn't read these ahead of time because uh, I do like to be surprised. I like, like first impressions. Born in the Saddle, I remember it being a really cool okay. warrior trait. So I want to see what. So, so Steve, how about you? Because so, Born in the Saddle is the second one. We do things in order around these parts. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want to be loyal or you want to be a traitor? Which are you? I'll I'll, I'll take on the loyalist. All right, role. go for it. All right. So for our loyalist warlord trait, we have heroes never die. This warlord trait, as I as mentioned, can only be taken by a loyalist uh, white scar. Warlord with this trait in a unit. In- any models in the unit he joins gain stubborn. Very nice. Stop taking leadership penalties. Yeah, it's is a yeah. big deal, especially with leadership lowering across the board. Um, if the warlords are removed as a casualty, all models in any friendly units that are all white scars that could draw a line of sight to the warlord when they die, gain fearless for the remainder of the battle. In addition, as long as the warlord is not dead, you get an extra assault phase reaction. Woo. This is an interesting one. Yeah, I don't know. This would be really fluffy for a like an like an uh, an, an, an Evan Kashi kind of list, you know? No, but, okay, like, hold on. Like your focus is like they were traitors redeeming themselves, and you know you throw out your warlord in the front, you let him die. Now your entire army is motivated to keep pushing. Why are you not sure about this one, Dave? Because I I like this because. One. I want to hear why. I know why. I know yeah. why. It's because he has to lose to get the full yep. perk. Well, and you lose a perk when you die. So, to, to, to you get half. The, the yeah. stubborn is fine. I have no problem with the stubborn. That's a good rule in general. Um, I'm not super. One, I'm not super sold on stubborn in your warlord unit, just because your warlord probably has a leadership ten. He's probably pretty set, but it, it's not bad. That part. My other my problem is you have two abilities beyond that in this, and you can never have both. Either your guy is alive and I'm getting an extra reaction in the assault phase, which is huge. Or if he dies, okay, now people who can see them become fearless, which part of that depends on your board. If your board is set up in a in a certain ways, you might have that, or maybe you know, you don't I don't think you want to play around to get that. Maybe you do. Like, how hard do you make sure everyone in your army can see where your warlord is? Okay, you gain fearless, uh, fearless, which is great, but now I'm also lower on reactions. Both parts are good, but you can't have both parts. And that's the part yeah. that I kind of don't like about it. You know, right. if you're alive, essentially all gives you a stubborn. If you're dead, you get a bunch of fearless units, which is nice. But I don't know. So far, I've seen at least in the points I've done, reactions are huge. So I will say counterpoint to what you said. Yes, you never get both. And yes, you only get fearless if you die. 
but your Praetor does kind of die. Like, so your Praetor goes against... No, no, but... So your Praetor will want, what, Paragon Blade, the shield, right, a four-up and vulnerable... He doesn't need a shield. They have Iron Halos. They already have four-up. Or, or, you know what I mean, but some, like, maybe Salamander has a three-up in bulk because he takes the Mm -hmm. shield. Um, What I'm trying to make is you run him usually the same kind of general mentality, essentially. Which also means because Warlord, your Praetor's not Eternal Warrior, if he gets smacked in the face by, unless you're Salamanders, if he gets smacked in the face by a strength eight weapon, he's going to die if you fail the four up on a, on a challenge, right? This happened to a, what was it, Karn during our game, where Karn charged a unit of Terminators, still wiped out like, still, how many did he wipe out? Like five? No. Honestly, no, he didn't make his points <laughs> back. He killed like two. Yes, no, he did no, not he, kill okay. many, I, I, maybe three max, but no, he actually, it, it didn't, unfortunately, really didn't do that much, and then Karn got crushed. Yeah, but that'll say, then the Power Fist come in and kill him, so that's what I'm thinking with a Praetor. So if your Praetor is going to go against, let's say, Terminator Aziz, against a challenge, let's say you whiff it, right, with your Paragon Blade, uh, and then the one sergeant with a Power Fist smushes you, that sucks, that's a feel-bad moment, but... Your backup is that now whoever sees this guy is fearless. So, like, Praetors won't always die, don't get me wrong, or your Warlord might not always die, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, sure, you don't get both rules, but if he dies, that's still an upside. Because what happens when every other Warlord in so far the Legion we talked about dies? Nothing. He dies. You lose everything. Whereas in this one, you at least gain fearless in people who see him. That, That's my reasoning. Again, I, I don't disagree that it can't be useful. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. So far in all my games, I don't think I've lost my Warlord. Because if that's the case, if I'm in that position, I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to be putting him in the challenge. It'll be the sergeant in the challenge. You know, I, there, to me, there's some ways to mitigate that. Again, it's not bad. I haven't seen these other ones. My hope is some of the other ones are maybe a little bit nicer. Um, I'm hoping born in the what, satellites. I'm hoping born compare, in the satellites. Compared to the base rulebook ones, because your options are these or base rulebook. Yeah, I think I would take this over some of the base rulebooks for this army. Because, like, one, okay, gives me pinning. I'm not too concerned with that. Some of the other options. But I'm not entirely sold on it because I don't like the fact that to get one thing good, I have to give up the other thing. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's just I like the fact that there's at least a, okay, he died, but at least you get something out of it. Whereas every other Warlord trait we talked about is he dies, he dies. But, yeah. All right. So so take us through this. I like this one. I like this one. I like this one because it lets it frees up your close combat killing monster to go and try to do his thing without the fear of what if I lose him, then I lose everything because now you have something else to pick up for it. Because either way, either you fight that challenge and you win and your guy's a badass or you die horribly, but it's okay because now your entire army has fearless, which is one of the strongest things in the fucking game. Not falling back means you're now immune to pinning. It means you're now immune to fear. You're immune to all kinds of little things. Morale checks. Morale dropping across the board. Fearless is huge. Mm. I love this. Yeah, immune to pinning. Yeah, no, that... that. Mm. Right. What about the saddle? Board in the saddle? We're going through the saddle. Alright, I, so without reading it, I, last time board in the saddle in 1.0 was 
basically you are allowed to ignore difficult and dangerous terrain, um, which might be too strong this edition because dangerous terrain is now an auto wound. So let's see what this does. This warlord and all models in the same army with the Legion of Stardis White Scar Special Rule and the Cavalry Unit type ignore all the effects of difficult terrain. Keep reading. And also gain a 4 plus invulnerable save against all wounds inflicted by failed dangerous terrain tests they are allowed to make. And in addition, they get an additional reaction in the movement phase as long as you've not been killed. Oh. That's a great army wide buff. Nope, I like it. Nope, sorry. Heroes that never die can go die. It, this is <laughs> better. Born. Well, if you're taking yeah. cavalry unit, I mean, you don't yes. have to play cavalry style units. You don't have to play a bunch of bikes to do white scars. But if you're not bringing a bunch of bikes, what are you doing? And if you're bringing the bikes so far, this is the one to do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're bringing bikes or you're bringing the sky hunters, um, this is your warlord trade. First of all, ignoring difficult terrain. Although sky hunters ignore difficult terrain anyway because they're flying. Not flying, they're uh, anti-grab, yeah. I think is what they're called. Um, yeah. Um, but the bikes ignoring difficult terrain, excellent. That's negative two inches you can ignore. Perfect. But also getting a four plus in vulnerable save. So for those who don't know, dangerous terrain is now basically, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, on this one, but I know it's an automatic yep. wound. You don't get an armor save. You don't get an invulnerable save. So you um, roll a die, you roll a one, you take a wound. Yeah. With no armor saves or damage mitigation. Yeah, you're allowed in. Only take so, okay, it's the so, only thing you're allowed. Oh, you're allowed invul. So I was going to say, um, bikes normally don't have invuls. So let's say you're taking bikes, they're one wound. You hit, someone hits you with, I don't know, uh, a stupid missile. Graviton. Gra- Graviton or. Graviton uh, makes dangerous terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you're, you know, that's going to suck for your bikes. Because I think cavalry fell on one and two, by the way. Correct me if I'm wrong on this one. Uh, hold on. Questions like that. Excel sheet go. <laughs> Excel sheet go. Give me a second. Uh, uh, cannot be slowed down by anyone charging. Uh, uh, oh, no. Okay. No, no. no. Not that I think. You're thinking of fantasy battle eighth. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have no recollection of such a rule. <laughs> no, but having a four plus invulnerable save will save those one moon bikes. I absolutely. Well, yeah. Or even just it'll hey, fifty percent of the time works every time. Two wounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's gonna be my new motto when I play custodies with their four pinballs. Fifty percent of the time it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is good. And the movement phase is is the the extra reaction in the movement phase is also really really good because that's how kind of white scars want to play in my yeah. opinion. You you that's where you want your reactions overall for this army, I think. And ignoring the dip, the, the four up invul on dangerous is very nice for when it will happen, but it might not happen very, very much at all for you. Like it depends on what your opponent brings and how you guys call it terrain, but it may not happen at all, but difficult will, cause you're going to be playing with some ruins or some other terrain pieces where most of that's probably going to be difficult. Almost all of it is, or at least the, the you know, for good terrain, yeah. it's going to be. So now you get all this movement stuff and at least you're not slowed down. No, and for charging as well, because yeah. then you ignore I, it for there too. So you're you're um and if you're ignoring it, then I, you're also not striking at initiative one. It doesn't matter if you have grenades or not. most of the stuff might have it, but I don't have it in front exactly. of me. As a side note, I do like the fact that this is kind of a balance change as well. White Squares used to have this kind of naturally, again, as part of the right of war. Now it's a warlord trait, so you do have to you have to use a warlord trait for this. So I do like that that's at least a balance. Yeah, you gotta sacrifice something to get it. All right. 
let's take a look at um so the, the last one warlord trait that here is the forgotten sons is a traitor only and as it says underneath you have to be set to mind with the traitor allegiance um if an army whose warlord has this trait includes an allied detachment with the legion of stardes sons of horror special rule the warlord in any unit he joins automatically pass any morale checks or pinning checks that they're called upon to make without any dice being rolled as long as at least one friendly unit with the Legion of Stardust, Sons of Horror, special rule, can draw a line of sight to the Warlord or his unit. In addition, the Warlord and any hmm. unit he has joined may make the Death Dealer's reaction. Um, it's in its advanced reaction and Libra Hereticus without expending a point from the controlling player's reaction allotment and counting all models in the unit that have the Legion of Stardust White Scar special rule as though they had the Sons of Horror special rule although they don't gain any other benefits from the special rule. Um, that advanced reaction may still only be used once per battle. Uh, Death Dealers is so get the both. advanced reaction for Sun's Horse. Horse. I'm looking at it now. Yes, sir. I'm okay. looking at it right now. Do they, so they get the White Scars one and the Sons of Horus one. Am I, yes. Did I read that correctly? The way I read it, yeah. So I'll read, I'll re I'll read it to you right now. Um... This advanced reaction made once per battle during the player's shooting phase. Um, so, uh, as long as you, uh, oh my god, phase when any enemy unit declares a shooting attack targeting a friendly unit under the react player's control, composed entirely models with the Legion of Stardust Sons of Horror special rule that is within 12 inches of the attacking unit. So you have to be within 12 inches. Um, before the enemy unit resolves any to hit rolls, the react, oh, I remember this one. Uh, before the enemy unit resolves any to hit rolls, the reacting unit may make a shooting attack targeting the unit that triggered this reaction, increasing its ballistic skill by plus one for the duration of the reaction. A unit that makes a shooting attack as part of the death dealer reaction may not make any attacks indirectly, um, including weapons with the broad special rule or weapons that ignore line of sight. Uh, vehicles mainly fire defense weapons. Template weapons may only be used as part of the death dealer reaction if they are within eight uh, and must use the wall of death rule using normally. Um, and yeah, you actually remove the casualties before they shoot. So basically, you shoot them before yes. they shoot you, if within twelve inches. But they do still get to shoot back. Yeah, they still get to shoot. But, but I mean, like you shoot with less people if you yeah. killed anyone is the nice part. So um, oh, no, wow. no, 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 they don't lose models before they shoot. It says that That's right Models removed may still attack. Uh no, the. Oh, may still attack. I'm sorry. I kept reading as may not. Sorry. Yes. So, yeah, if they're removed, they may still attack. Apologies. Yep. Yeah, it's like, mm, I think you missed the last five words there. But oh, okay. I kept reading as so may not attack. So, I was like, not may still attack. This reaction and the other reaction, since we got to talk about it now, is that this one happens when the target is declared, not after you roll your own saves, like the default shooting phase ones. Big thing yeah. to know. I mean... But having access to two advanced reactions, reactions? That's two, two Legion reactions in a game is fucking massive. It does force you to take... Uh, well, okay, the first part at least, if you want to use the first part where your Warlord's unit's going to pass morale and pinning tests, then you have to have an allied detachment of Sons of Horus. Because as long as a Sons of Horus model can see your Warlord's unit, you're good on all morales and pinning. Um the second one, though, the Death Dealer reaction, do you have to have, you don't have to have any Sons of Horus with you, do you? 
but you need no, a son of a horse. Dish, does it, uh, does it... Okay, so here, uh, here, uh, no, here's a thought. Know. So this depends on how we read GW things. It says, if the army whose warlord has this allied detachment, blah, 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 blah. In addition, the warlord and Asia's Junes. So when it says in addition, to me, that's a different sentence. So I would say you don't have to have the yeah. first criteria. You do not. And, but I was even going further because Death Dealer says it could only be done well, with this sons of horse This says in here, units. you count yourself as sons of horse for that moment. Exactly. You can't do it. Oh, that's really Yeah, it, it says oh, that unit, you know, essentially count them as if they were sons of horse, but they don't gain any benefits from being sons of horse. So they don't get to use the Legion trait. Yeah. Oh my God. With plus one ballistic yeah. skill too? Could you, like a Sky Hunter squad with like, um... Oh, what the hell are those guns called? I swear to God. Volkite <laughs> culverins, plasma. Yeah, the Volkite. Oh, just any. Oh, my God. Holding on twos. I, I mean, oh, my God. Or do they have the ability to... That's what that reaction yeah. really does. Because you're, the dead still being able to shoot back means what that reaction really does is it's, the, it's like the normal reaction, but with plus one ballistic skill. But you've declared it before you see how bad it got for you. Don't get me wrong. Reacting back with plus one ballista skill when you're going to shoot someone is very good, and you know, having the extra reaction there is good. Although, so what this thing doesn't give you is an extra reaction in any particular phase. You get that once per turn thing, no. or sorry, once per game, but you don't get an extra reaction in any phases, which is a potential big, big give up. It's one reaction per phase, right? Normally, yes. One although that yeah, is the default. almost. Yeah, yes. that's the default. Yes. Almost okay. every warlord trait gives you an extra reaction in a phase or in some way. Like okay. one of the ultramarines ones, sure. you essentially get one extra reaction, but you choose when to take it kind of thing. But you usually get an extra reaction somewhere, somehow. This is the only one I've seen so far that doesn't give you any react extra reactions. It gives you a different one to use I mean, once, but no extra. Yeah, I was going to say, the extra reaction is the super powerful True, but reaction. it's once per game, and that opinion. is your shooting phase reaction. You don't have any extras. Exactly. Um, oh, no. Um, sorry, like that one time you use it, my apologies, Venus, you may use it without expending a point for the control and players reaction allotment. So. Oh, okay, so you could still do that, that and overwatch. No, uh, uh, okay. uh, well, shooting phase, but. Not over you could shoot back with a different yeah, unit in another case. Yeah, so exactly. once per game, yeah. you have one extra reaction in the shooting phase. My apologies on that. But you don't get one each sort of phase. I still like it. I still like it. Because you could also take, since it's the Sons of Horus um, mm -hmm. allied, you could take their Justarian. Yes. Like, ugh, ugh. Take the heavy hammer of the Justarians with the quickness of the White Scars. That's that's pretty that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. I mean, to me, I don't think you take this unless you want to have them as an ally because, like, then it fits pure fluff uh, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. like that. But if they're the ally you think you want, fits really well. Yeah, no, I I like this. I ain't, I ain't, yeah. Born in the saddle still better. Yeah, but that, I the, well again, born in the saddle depends on the army composition because if you have no cavalry units in your white scar, let's say you do mostly infantry and rhinos this doesn't affect you like born of the saddle does nothing for you are, are you familiar with um, the um it, it's usually a, a philosophical argument they put forth an idea like oh um you could you could say for a person like oh but if you get certain things replaced or take your car 
if you replace the engine in your car and you know your frame and all this stuff over time if you keep doing replacements do you have the same sort of car kind of thing um to me it's like for when i look at born in the saddle and then you talk about you're going to have a white scars army and you don't have any bikes or anything like that are you playing white scars then like are you actually doing that i understand you are legally allowed to do it but to me it seems weird like if you're taking them as an army either one you like painting white which i actually do like so i can understand that no actually i do i do like painting white. i have no problem painting white um yeah it's never bothered me um but if you're taking this army unless it's because you like painting white and like reds then you probably are taking it because you like the idea of running a bunch of bikes or at least having some bikes. So I don't know. To me, that would be weird not to have a bike. If people don't say so, I'm curious if we have any white scar. Uh, I'm obviously going to join their Facebook yeah, group because I send it out. I would be yeah. surprised if someone has an artillery white scar army. Is like angrily typing away at the YouTube comments. They might not be angry, but I'm, no, I'm curious if that's the case. I, I would love to see the reasons. I am so down for artillery company white scars. Yeah, oh, Steve, go away. Well, not quite yet. All right, are we are we ready for the armory boys? Yes. Oh, the armory. So right. cool. I love that. Talk about their jet bike. Oh man, everything. All right, their jet bike is a special, unique snowflake. A jet it bike. It does come in white. So. Uh, any model with the both. It does come in white. Um, any model with both Legion of Stardust White Scar and independent character special rule, but not unique subtype. So you can't put this on your named characters, obviously. Uh, may exchange a Legion Scimitar bike for a Legion Shamshir jet bike for no additional point cost. A Shamshir jet bike um, has one Scatterbolt launcher, which I'll, I'll talk yeah, about yeah, Scatterbolt as well since it's, it's linked. Uh, in addition, a model with the Legion Shamshir jet bike that chooses to run gets the shrouded five up special rule uh, until the controlling player's next turn. Uh, a model with this infra unit subtypes that gets the Shamshir jet bike uh, changes its unit type to cavalry anti grav, uh, keeping any other unit subtypes that it previously had, changes movement characteristic to 15. Yeah, 15. Is that a star there? Oh, there's a star. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, to 15. <laughs> yeah. Um, and any addition, the stars basically it also gets the additional movement guaranteed by white scars, uh, is included, so that's why it says 15, not 14, essentially. Uh, it so gains it's 14 fire, plus one, it's 14 plus one, I should say. Yeah, uh, it gains the firing protocols two, so it can fire two weapons, hammer of wrath one, and improves its armor save to two plus if it was worse. Um, and I the scatterbolt launcher, the, the weapon that it has. Um, this is the same thing that the Golden Keshig have. I should put out the Golden Keshig have all are all armed with Shamshir jet bikes. It's a scatterbolt launcher. It is a template weapon. So it's a template. Yeah, it's about an eight inches, inches template. Right? So it's the flavor template. So it's about eight inches template. Um, strength five, AP four, assault one, shred and pinning. That's actually pretty good. Especially with the fact that it shreds. So you're going to get a good no, chance a, of getting wounds yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Funny enough, that weapon hasn't changed from the last edition. Uh, it used to be Blast, not Template. But when I saw people run it, it still did its work. Like, you just put out, when you position yourself correctly, and now with the White Scar's advanced reaction, of course, and all that, um, you can just put out some really nice, good amount of wounds with this weapon. Um, and possibly pin, which would be awesome. You are our historian, Dan. Do you know what a Shamshir is? Yes. 
No, because I don't. So there's a okay. reason why um, I don't focus on Chinese. Chinese history, or at least I shouldn't say oh. it's not Chinese. I should say it's I think per- yes. Persian. It's Shamshir. It's either Persian or like it is, it's probably Middle it Eastern. It is Persian. If I'm not mistaken, okay. I'm going to take a guess. It's probably it a sword. Only be- it's only because it. Rem- uh, I know that Shamshir is, I think, the the reason I know this is because I had a Middle Eastern, I had a um, Iranian student in class. Uh, Shamshir, I think, is the word for sword, and is close to the Talwar. And the Talwar I have as a as a weapon. I bring that into school. I don't bring an actual sword <laughs> to school. People are going to start screaming. Um, but I have like I bring like pr- when I teach history, I like to bring in props sometimes. So the kids, so I actually have a towel warm in a polypropylene, so I, so kids can see what it is. And I want to say the shamshir is close to a towel war, but yes. Dave, um, what the you fuck is You are here? essentially exactly correct <laughs> on that. Yeah, it's a Persian sword. Um, they are exceptionally curved blades. Essentially, they start straight and then they take a hard angle. They essentially look like an exponential curve after like uh, the first half. And yeah, it is their word for sword and is very close to a Talwar. Oh, okay. There we go. You were actually were correct. Oh, yeah, I was curious that. if you knew because you do the history. I, mean, I bet you five, I bet five bucks it was a cavalry weapon. Hold on. Naira, because of the curve. A curved blade like uh, that would be usually yeah. designed Tip for cavalry. Me. That's usually the ones who carry those sorts of blades. Yep. Footer mounted. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. No. And I, it looks very much like the yeah. Talwar I bring to school. Very close to it. Um, it's part of oh, it's awesome. it's right. a type of scimitar essentially because talwars and shamshirs are both scimitars. Yeah. And scimitar is a curved blade. Interesting. Oh, look at that. Who says that learning a uh, language, uh, learning a uh, root languages oh, doesn't? I don't help. know if anyone says. That. I don't <laughs> know if enough people know enough about root languages to say helps or doesn't help. <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, no, it's a good bike. It's it's a good bike, and the weapon is good. I, and when we get to the Golden Keshig, they all have Shamshir bikes anyway. So all right, uh, Steve, do you want a the the fancy weapon or oh, the bird? God. Oh, they're both good. <laughs> Go for it. I want the bird leaf. anyway, so that works well. The burb. All right, so any model that has a character that has a character, so your sergeants, your actual characters, tech queens, pilot characters, etc. Um, that's a white scar. Can replace a power weapon with a power glaive for five points. Um, it's a power weapon for anything that affects it. Um, so power glaives are strength plus one, AP three, melee breaching five up. Yep. So I'm trying to remember. This is basically just a plus yes, one but power. Yes, power sword's right? only um, yes, breaching on a six. Okay, so it's stronger and nice. does the extra bit. Two thirds. Uh, yes. Sorry. Uh, one sixth of the time, or doubles the amount. Fun, fun fact: This used to be two-handed. They got rid of two-handed. Uh, I'm surprised they did. Um, I'm not sure why they got rid of it because the weapon is fucking huge. For people who don't know what a glaive is, a glaive is essentially about a. I'm not going to call it a spear, but essentially it's a six-foot spear. Just it's a sword easy. on a stick. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sword on a stick, a six-foot yeah. stick. Um, I. It used to be two-handed, which made it more balanced in 1.0 because it what it was rending essentially, so rending six up, AP three one. But now it's um breaching five up, and you can get the now, extra attack from a pistol because it's not a specialized weapon. Me. I know a power sword is only on a six, but is it breaching or rending? I got right, you. I got look. you. Don't worry. Hold on. CC weapons. 
power sword. Okay, it's so it's rending instead of breach. Rending okay, six that's up. rends on a six. This one breaches on a five. Breaching so, yeah. on a five is definitely better than rending on a six. Not even this number wise, it's just better because if your base strength, the rending, I'm not going to be hurting a vehicle when I'm strength four most likely. I like I have a little bit better odds, but I'd rather this. I'd rather just get the AP two much more often. You know what's funny? This oh, this is a be- this is basically a charnable saber. This is a better charnable saber. Yeah, Charmable that's saber. what I was. Well, no, because charnable also has dualist edge, which gives you the yeah, it does. But this is it replaces dualist edge with plus one strength, which, in my opinion, is and the AP because the charnables yes. have no AP to base. You know what's really weird? I'm looking at this page. Do they not have the power lance, or is that the power? Is the power lance under the special? Unit. A power that. lance is now generic. No, 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 no. But like, oh, their special one. It's part yeah, of the oh, unit. No, it's it's part, part of the unit. unit. Hold on. Okay, okay. I just realized like it wasn't there, and I'm like, wait a minute. Um, but no, this is a great weapon. <laughs> this is yeah. this is an amazing weapon, in my opinion. For plus five points, I'm not going to say it's auto take. If, but if you were going to like, do a power sword, I think for five points you upgrade to this. If you had a strong reason. Yes. To take one of the other options, then I think it's a much much tougher choice. You know, it is a better sword. Yeah, okay, it doesn't rend on the six, but I'm not throwing my tax squad with my one guy with a sword at your vehicle and hoping like I get something through. So I, I don't care so much about the rending part, but I'm gonna hurt. I'm gonna generally gonna do better with it, and it makes me stronger. You know, if you really wanted the axe, maybe have a good reason, although. You know, breaching on a five up means you're not always AP two, but you are going to be AP two more often. Malls, I don't know. And remember, you get the extra attack. You get the extra attack because sure. it's not a specialist weapon. So your sergeant's hitting with what three uh, attacks? Assuming he has a bolt pistol. They get two right. attacks. Yeah, so he gets two attacks. Normally, two. is yeah. it two attacks two. base for a sergeant, or is it one two base? Attack? Yeah, so that's three attacks normally, not on the charge. Yeah. Four attacks on the charge. Uh, it, it it is yeah i would That's i would always bad. swap this out for a sword the other ones like i said you got to think about if there's a reason why yeah. you took it but the plus one strength really makes it attractive i mean i all my characters now when i have the option if i take a power sword i take the calvinite warblade because it's a plus one strength power sword i don't even get the extra ap2 range but the plus one strength makes a big difference because not going fours and then another four going fours to threes means you have a much better chance of killing what you want. At least it feels that way. Yep. All right, I'm going to talk about this bird. Okay, we got a we got Cyberhawk. Uh, if you have to have both the White Scars and Independent Character Special Rule that also does not have the unique subtype, they can take a Cyberhawk for 10 points. So at the start of any turn in which the controlling player is the active player, a model with the Cyberhawk may select one enemy unit with at least one model that's within 24 inches. When making shooting attacks against that unit, the model with a Cyberhawk and all models in any unit that is joined re-roll failed to hit rolls of one. And when declaring a charge targeting the chosen enemy unit, the model with a Cyberhawk and any unit is joined to me, get plus one to their charge roll. So you re-roll ones uh, when shooting. Yeah, sorry, just when shooting. And then you get plus one to your charge range. If if you're, I mean, if you're wanting, honestly, either way, because you get a good benefit in shooting, you get a really good benefit also in charging. Yeah, 
your warlord's a praetor, he's got a bird now. Give him a bird. Yeah. I, I and I hate to say auto take, but I dare say this one's auto take. Um for ten points, you literally choose someone within twenty-four, reroll ones and plus one. Remember the plus one to charge roll also gets mm-hmm. added to the white scar ability, right? Because that, that's that it kicks you up a notch. Also, it gets added to their movement bonus. So it, yeah, it helps it, you in both phases. Because no, you could say, "Oh, my warlord yeah. is in a unit of melee. I have a use. My warlord is in a unit related to shooting. I have a use. No matter what that unit wants to do, you're going to get a good use out of this. So yeah, I, I w- if I have ten points, I would absolutely put it on. And when I'm building my praetor, I'd probably, I do. Um, for me, at least. Um, the way I build lists currently, I build my HQs first because that kind of shapes either my thoughts or what I want. I would put the 10 points on him right off the bat and then see at the end if there's some weird issue of like, oh man, I'm short a unit. What am I going to do? Because I'm short by 10 points. But no, I'd put the Hawk right on him. I'd I'd have... I mean, you could technically have multiple independent characters. More Hawks. I would sooner drop... What's a Melka Bomb? 5 points or 10 points on a crater? 10. Ten now, it's ten. I would sooner take. I'd sooner drop a melt. Yeah, I take the hawk over melt bomb for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's more utility. It's going to be useful in a lot, a larger yeah. variety of ways. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, fun fact that also didn't change no? much from one Although in one you actually put the model out. Um, it, it didn't affect the game. You couldn't get rid of it. It wasn't like it didn't block anything or anything. But you actually would like put a cyberhawk on the table, and anyone within twelve inches of that, you would get that roll. Um, I just find it funny now. It's just you pick a unit, and you're like, "Fuck that unit in particular." <laughs> that's I think that's neat. pretty cool. All right, um, we do have their special consularis, the Stormseer. Um, anyone in particular yes, want, want to, to talk, talk about it? it? If not, I will. I don't know if you guys have like units that you're super desiring to talk about I'm, i'll say when i get the unit i got some units along the way but uh right. no, you can talk right, about, about the they're pretty cool, anything actually. with psyker i like because i've been using psychers <laughs> and i've they're psyker but the, the funny they, these are psychers but not psychers dave these are like the, the same with the space wolves they're like psychers but they don't like I've rose by psychers. any other name you can call yourself <laughs> what you want yeah, they're rune priests right that's what this way they're rune priests they don't yeah, sure tap they don't. into the power of the warp what they tap into the power of the spirits. Yeah, of the and that wolf, wolf happens to be a giant demon. So <laughs> I love that. It was um no, no, sorry, it's it. like derailing it, but in the Thousand Suns book, it was the Burning of Prospero. There were two books on the Burning of Prospero. I forgot both their what? names. The other one one's was called, called Burning uh, of Prospero. Thousand, thousand Suns, could... isn't it? No, is it? I have no, read it like fifteen plus easy. years ago. No. I'd be so mad if it was that easy. But no, there's just like really like it was, an, it was almost an entire chapter too. Um, and every now and then you get these really cool pieces of writing. But it was an entire chapter of like a, a, a discussion a tea, over tea, I think, or, or rum or something. But it was a discussion over like Thousand Suns trapping into the warp versus Rune Priest tapping into And basically they're discussing the, the nuances of, and the differences. And I thought it was just a are really you, now, cool are, are you speaking anyway. of like the first legion book in the horus heresy novel series that the thousand sons were primarily on like that one where you meet aramon and all that because that book is called a thousand sons no 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 it's okay you talk about the storms here i'll i'll yeah, interject go, go book. all right so I, this is I, consularis upgrade storms here he's 45 points extra um 
a centurion, Tartarus centurion, or cataphracty centurion. So any of essentially the centurions, they have to be white scars, of course. They can be upgraded to a Stormseer Consularis instead of any of the others gaining these benefits. So um, they gain the Psyker subtype for dancing. They weren't Psykers. First thing they saying, Psyker subtype. And they select from one of the following psychic disciplines. So the Storm's Fury, that's their special one. We'll get to that in a second. They can take Divination, Telepathy, Thaumaturgy. So there's some they can't do. You can't take Biomancy and all that. But they have a few good options there. Um, they cannot select any other discipline. Um, and they get an Animantian Will 4-up special rule. War Gear. So they can replace their Power Weapon, Bolt Pistol, or Combi Bolter with a Force Weapon at no additional points cost. Um, in addition, they may take a Psychic Hood for 15 points. Psychic Hoods, remind me if I'm wrong, they lower the leadership value for other Psychers when casting. Psychic Power. Not a damn clue because okay. I'm in um, Psychic Hood. Wait, yeah, that's psychic I'm pretty focus. sure about that with Psychic Hood. I, wanna, I forget if it's by one Hold or two. On. Uh, I've started doing Psychic stuff because it's a lot of fun. We're here for it. I, yeah, well, yeah. No, it's, it's well, really my, good, too. Uh, Biomancy was the whole reason why my Psyker was able to take down in, essentially, close combat a Contemptor. Because the Biomancy weapon, because all Psychic Trees essentially give you a power and a weapon. This, this Psychic, this Storm's Fury might work a little different, so specialized. But the basic ones are, here's a power, here's a weapon. The weapon there becomes like Strength 10, AP4, right. Rending I forget if it was rending or breaching, but essentially on a four up your AP two, which is all I cared about. So I'm wounding this thing on twos. On fours, it's going to invul. And I was able to get enough attacks in that he was able to essentially take down a contemptor by himself. Well, essentially by himself. He had a unit that was able to tank a couple wounds yeah. for him. Yeah. So psychic could any enemy model within 18 inches and line of sight of a model with a psychic could must reduce its leadership two. by minus two yes. when making it's psychic checks. For other uh, it is not cumulative and no model suffers more um suffers from penalties yeah. from more okay, than one. So it was minus card. two. I couldn't remember if it was minus one or two, but it's two. Well, minus two is massive. That makes you leadership yes. seven, which is that means you're gonna start really failing and you're gonna start taking some essentially nice. mortal wounds. It's a 50-50 yeah. fail. Right, so we'll we'll talk briefly about the part that matters, which is their psychic discipline, because that's what's changing them from the normal psyker. Um, so their weapon form here, it's the Unseen Bolt. It is a shooting attack, 72-inch range, strength 4, AP4. It's a heavy one, large blast, the 5-inch. It's barrage, has shock pulse, and force. And what's nice is underneath this, they list what force is, because not all spots have they told you. So force. Um, if you have a weapon or ability oh, that has the rule, you can make a psychic check before you're making any attacks with it. If you're successful, then you double the strength of the of the weapon. Uh, if it's failed, you take a perils of the warp as normal, and you may attack as normal if you survive it. So you don't get the double. So it's strength four, but if you want to take a psychic test, you go to strength eight. Um, also, it doesn't have uh, focus. Most of the other weapons all have focus. Um, I forget if it's called like force focus. But essentially what that means is you have to take a psychic test to be allowed to use it at all. This one doesn't. So this one is a, an okay thing if you don't want to test. But if you do want to test, then it's, you know, essentially a giant missile for all intents and purposes that he's firing out. I call the... And it's strength eight, so that instant kills a lot of stuff. Um, 
it will they're they'll they'll still have a save based on ap but yeah if they fail the save they're usually getting instant death most things i mean people always shit on like people always shit on like oh it's only strength eight ap4 it's not gonna kill terminators but dave was there with the game against the world eaters uh and steve let me tell you domitar charged a land raider land raider just basically got flipped off the table essentially Strength eight explosion with terminators around the land raider and inside the land raider. You roll those ones. Oh, those yeah. those ones happen. Those yeah. ones absolutely happen. And he rolled. He had not red mention, land raider. He rolled three ones. That's three this, red butchers just gone. This power turns your psyker essentially into an artillery. He's got a scorpius on him. It's barrage. It's range seventy two. It's got shock pulse. That um that forces um snapshots on vehicles, correct? Yes, it does. It's automatic. It's it can pen. It does an automatic penetrating hit on a six up if you already penetrated, but it forces you to snap shoot. Yeah, a, he essentially has a Scorpius uh, missile launcher. Is what he's firing in, in terms of you know what you'll without get the to the strength knees. and stuff like without that. The you know, it's not exact, but it's it's yeah. similar enough. No, to it's, that. A, it's good. That's a damn good weapon. Yeah. That's a damn good psychic weapon. Although the psychic power, I think, mm -hmm. is probably this one I did read ahead because I know Manny was talking about it. But the psychic power, I think, is one of the probably the more right, powerful powers in the thing. game. So it says My instead opinion. of moving in the movement phase, a psycho with this power may grant the fleet two special rule to all friendly units with at least one model within six inches of the psyker. This special rule lasts until the beginning of the control and player's next turn. When using this power, the controlling player may choose to make a psychic test. If the check is passed, then they can't grant fleet four. If it's failed, then you only get the normal one and it takes a um, parasol the warp. What does fleet do? That adds to your initiative? Oh, it's no. Okay. no, 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 no. So it, it gain, you gain the bonus to okay, run moves sense. in the brackets. However, you also gain that to charge Boom. distances. You do have to be with well, yeah. so you have to be within <laughs> six. And the unit, if you're in the unit that you want it on, that unit's not allowed to move. I mean, you could break them off if you truly need to. Well, no, movement is on model by model. So could I not move my psyker, move the rest of the unit, keep them in coherency, and then we good? Because movement is considered model by model. Like if you have heavy uh, weapons, the only ones that snap shoot are the ones model, that actually yeah. move. Yeah, you're, yeah, you don't have to. Okay, yeah, so you just don't, don't have him in the back to start with. He can be, if he's somewhat near the front, everyone else can then move in front of him. He hasn't moved. Now your whole unit is better. So if my math is correct, <laughs> it probably won't be here. So the, the, the jet bikes okay. move, what, 16, right? Which is now 17. Or not even the, screw the jet bikes, because they're already at the plus three. Bikes move, what, 12? Which becomes 13. 14. Which Bikes are base becomes... 14. 13 goes to 15. Yeah, everything's a little bit faster. Oh, base 14, which becomes 15, which is plus 3. Which is plus 3. Fleet 4 brings them to plus 7 on their charge roll. You'll, you'll make your 12-inch charges. Guaranteed 9-inch charges. And, um... Damn. Well, now, this is where I was... I, I wanted to look up weeks ago and i completely forgot to um no do you can you declare something no. that is outside you have of to be within 12 to okay. declare a charge never and 
even 12. with modifiers, the maximum you can yes. move is 12. Is it 12? That's what I thought. Okay. But still, you so if you could be at 12 inches away and still, yeah. still have a 5 inches. You inch realistically five. are charging the full distance. Yeah. You'll roll the 2. You will roll that 2, though. <laughs> and you know you're going to roll that 2. No, this is a it, great It is very power. good. I will say, though, having done some of the psychics, and we might have to do a separate thing where we really discuss that more and some uses and all. Um, psychics are all very strong. All the psychic stuff is very strong. One of them shuts down reactions for a phase. That unit just doesn't react. Yeah. Um, I don't... With it being a six-inch bubble, meaning it's probably your unit and, like, maybe another unit, unless you really stack. I Don't get me wrong. I do think it's good. But all psychics is pretty good, so I just like psychic stuff in general. I, I don't know yet. I haven't done enough psychic stuff. I'm Essentially, every game I play, I'm just picking a different discipline. Just going straight down the table until I try them all. Um, I don't know if I would say this one is that much better than some of the other disciplines. But it fits your army perfectly. Oh, I should point out, sorry, I made a mistake by the way before. I'm sure somebody again is furiously typing in the YouTube comments how stupid I made this. Uh, hit and run is still initiative okay. test. Still initiative. No, that's good. Um, still yeah, people are usually very nice in the comments. I don't want to be so, so mean to people. They're usually pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, so that does it for him. We, of course, are going to skip over Primarchs. We, you know, with how many rules and stuff they have, they're a whole separate thing in and to themselves that we just don't have time for right now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so which one of you boyos wants these golden Keshig? I'll take Golden or Eben. Yeah, I'll take either. Well, I love both. So, Steve, it's really up to you what you want to do. Honestly, honestly, I'm most excited for the Kaiser games. Right. Dan, so... do you want to take these Golden? I guess. Oh. Take... Take... All right, I'll take Eben. I'll take the then Golden Boys. Yeah, that's Golden Keshig. So, uh, Golden Keshig is 140 points for three bikes. Or, sorry, two bikes and a champion, a sergeant. Move 15, um, this additional movement is already added in there, by the way. So technically it's 14 plus 1, but it's move 15. Uh, weapon skill 5, uh, and then BS 4, strength 4, toughness 4. Um, two wounds. Uh, uh, two wounds, initiative 4, leadership 8, 9, two up saves, so on and so forth. Thing. But they're on those bikes. Uh, they're, all, yeah, they're all armed with uh, artificer armor, which is a 2 plus save. Ball pistol, chain sword. They have a power lance, the Kantos power lance. So it's not the power lance in the book. I'll get to that in a moment. They are all armed with Shamshir jet bikes. So they're all armed with that template strength 5 shred pinning uh, weapon. Um, they also have Hammer of Wrath. They have Hit and Run. They have that bike gives them Hammer of Wrath too, doesn't um, it? You can get additional ones. Is that what did? Doesn't it up your Hammer of Wrath? They're not armed with... Uh, oh, that's no, Hammer F1. My apologies. Uh, it gives you Hammer F1 and Firing Protocols too. Oh, it's Hammer F1. Okay, okay. So there's your Hammer of Wrath 1. You can add additional ones for 40 points of pop, which is not bad. Uh, and then the Sergeant can take um, Power Weapons, Tronable Weapons. You can have a Vixilla. You can also get the Champion. It's the Thunder Hammer, which is hilarious. But the reason you don't give a Thunder Hammer, let's talk about their Power Lance. No, there's a reason why you don't give them a Thunder Hammer. Let's talk about their Power Lance. The Power Lance is absolutely insane. So, uh, this weapon is a power weapon for all rules affected. So, it's range melee. It is strength 10, AP 1. Get wrecked. Ah, uh, okay. It is, you know, it is melee, ungainly, which I will talk about in a second. It is a lance. It is brutal 3, sudden strike 4, and two-handed. <laughs> 
Ungainly is basically this model may only attack with this weapon on the turn, which it charged. It does not get the bonus for charging special rules, though, that gains extra attacks. So they only get the one attack, which is why they only have one attack. Or two, or they get two attacks if it's the champion. Um, this weapon is... Uh, oh, it's just a casual bonus to initiative <laughs> when you make a charge. Initiative yeah, a charge. So they're initiative eight. Casual initiative casual eight. Casual great initiative. So if they charge you, they are hitting you with, yeah. let's say just the three of them, right? With four strength 10, AP one, brutal three attacks at, str- at initiative eight that are lance, meaning any vehicles that are hit with this, you count their armor as 12. Unless it's yeah. under, then you count it as Carry under, this, obviously. you filthy casual. <laughs> you just hit him with this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just... <laughs> I just... I... What's weird is the Ebon Keshe... I don't think they're... Oh, not Ebon. Golden. I don't think there's a Golden Keshe model. There I think has most to be. People if they put it in this book, is. they mostly have is there... Okay. I was going to... Yeah. Some people fuck around... No, no, no. Because um, I know White Scars for the longest time... We're missing this model. Let me just check real quick. It takes five seconds. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really funny because it's like um, this is just this is okay. It's not the golden. Oh, again, it's a golden catcher. It's a sham share. Oh, yeah, so that's what the lance looks like. Yeah, no, it it yeah yeah. Why give why give the person a thunder hammer? They have the guy modeled as a thunder hammer. Although, oh my god, oh, the price on these yes. things. Oh my god. Oh oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Four, uh, how much I'm already do you think looking one at it. Is? I looked it up as well. Dave, I also have a computer. Oh, so <laughs> I was gonna say, they would look it up. I have one problem um, with them. But yeah, no, they're great. Yeah. It's awesome. My one problem, and I know why they did this, but it's still stupid. If if you are on this bike, the lance is not going to be a two-handed weapon. The lance is going to be off the front of the bike. You are going to have one arm on it. There's probably going to be some sort of catch for it at the front because the other arm you need to steer with i understand why it's two-handed they could have just called it specialist instead so you wouldn't get the bonus because i i don't see this dude just double fisting this lance like above his head as he's trying to stab someone as he rushes by I should point out you don't get the bonus yes. for charges that's that, also no, why that, that, that's, that's also handled why by gainly and i'm fine with that but don't call it two-handed. Yeah. Call it special. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or they could have added it to ungainly, or just built yeah, it into ungainly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you you also anyway. yeah you don't it counts as ungainly means it counts as special weapon or something like that. I just find it funny because there's like it, it's not two-handed. It's one-handed. Just your other hands on the bike. Yeah, I just want to see this charge into a contemptor and wipe it off could. the battlefield. It absolutely could. Goddamn. They're, and they're not too much. It's three of them for one forty. It's not bad. Brutal three. So one real quick weird thing. Um, this spike model does not grant deep strike, but the generic uh, Shimitar does. Just something to keep in mind when list building. Really? That's yeah. weird. So the basic jet bike gives you deep strike. Yeah, the, as a rule. This one does not. Huh. So Neat. if you were thinking of doing a deep strike bomb to get make that charge, think again, that's not an option. They probably did that on, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give them the benefit I'm of sure the they, did. they probably did that on purpose. Because could you imagine like seven strength? Yeah, you could take up to six, right? Seven strength, ten brutal, three initiative, eight attacks at weapon skill five. Go home, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Nah, they're good, and on, and points wise, they're not really that bad. 
actually pretty good points wise. All right, so Evan Keshe cohort, 200 points for these guys. Uh, eight move, this counts the plus one inch already. Um, basic Space Marine stat line until you get to wounds being two and attacks being three. They're two up saves in 10 leadership. So they have the normal forge weapon skill plus skill strength toughness. Um, you get five of these guys, five Karash. Uh, they have Power Glaives, and they're in Tartarus Terminator armor. So, sorry, these guys are um, Tartarus Terminators. My apologies. I didn't look at that head. So, basic Tartarus stats, except for a couple bonuses here and there. A little bit extra attacks and better uh, leadership. They're infantry. Um, they have Relentless. Makes sense. They're in the Terminator armor. They're bulky, too. They're Karash, stubborn, and they have Feel No Pain 5 up. You include five more of these guys if you want. 40 points a guy. They have they can exchange power glaives for some combi bolters and power weapons or power fists. Um, they can take magna or minor combi weapons. They can take vocal chargers. Um, they can take a vexilla, and you can put one of the models can have a grenade harness. So there is no leader in this unit. They just have infantry. So there's a reason. Do you know personally why? why? No. Do you know? What I don't these know enough are? of this. So the fluff of these guys are that they are the shamed uh, white scars. Uh, these guys, these guys have definitely done okay. some shady shit, uh, and basically they're the penitents. These guys are the penitents of the white scars. Um, they've either uh, they deem to have uh, not been uh, sorry, tra- not traitorous, but they've been like they weren't mean, fast enough. They weren't fast enough. They didn't rev their bike at the time. Um, no, they just basically lost glory. They're shamed. Uh, and so they don black armor. And they're basically, yes. the, uh, I don't know if you remember, got dwarf it. slayers. Okay. That's what these guys are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see slayers. them pulled up here. Yeah, they got black armor. These are essentially like that. really cool welcome weapons. Yeah, no, they are They are shameful display right. um, of nonsense. Like I said, they are Karash. So, um, and it mentions in here, yeah, that essentially their job is to kill as many people as they can before they die, but they are honored when they die by the other white scars for their greatness and they for essentially they forgive them at the moment they die because they honored themselves in battle it says no enemy player may ever score any victory points for the destruction of a unit with this special rule regardless of the scenario played or any victory conditions in effect so you can never get points off these guys no matter what in addition a model of this special rule may not join any unit that is not composed entirely of models that also have the Karash special rule, nor may a model that does not have the Karash special rule join a unit that includes any models with it. So you can never score off of them, and they work like bitter duty. If everyone doesn't have it, you're not allowed to combine. But it's own its own special form of yep. that. Um, oh. Yeah. They're slayers. Yeah. That's with, essentially I mean, what they are. Two wounds, you know, base three attacks with feel no pain. That's, you know, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, and the power glaive. And a power glaive. Their strength, their strength five, breaching five up. Yes. The big thing with them is their weapons go four. But that's but what they're cheaper hurts than the normal lot. special Terminator style unit. Because normal special Terminator exactly. units are like 275. Most. Yeah, so these guys are 50 to 75 points cheaper. So yeah, and, no. and they're usually not leadership 10, those other units. Cheaper, exactly. It's stubborn. So yeah, so so these guys are, are stubborn, never going way. lower than that. No, that they're if you're taking or want harder as terminators, these guys are a nice fit. 
Um, no, no shooting weapon or anything like that. So these guys are pure get into melee. I have a gun to save their life. Oh, no, actually, sorry. You can swap some out to have combi bolters and power weapons. I don't know. If you take these guys, take them with power glaives. That's the thing. So real okay. quick, again, I know we're not talking about right of wars, but I do want to point out that there is a right of war with these guys where you just take, and it, not just the Ibn Keshig, but mm-hmm. any infantry in the army, right? All units composed of entirely models with infantry gain the Karash uh, special rule and feel no pain five up. Ooh. So you this can literally be a really cool thematic army yes. with yeah. that loyalist trait. Yes, it, you can literally take an entire Karash army. They don't have to be Eben Keshig. It's just your whole <laughs> army is shame. <laughs> they all have five up, and none of them score victory points. I, 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 I like those. Points. That, that's pretty cool, and they're a nice change to the look. Because they're in a, a black armor, they have white on them. Of course, obviously, it's, it's white scars. You kind of have to, but they have that black armor, so they're a nice contrast to what the rest of your <laughs> legion is going to look like. And to answer, I feel like you were like questioning the last part of that rule. There is a special character that um, can go with the uh, Keshig. By the okay. way, he's the master of the Keshig. We talk about him later. When yeah, he, there is a dude who goes with him though, Chin, uh, Chinza. That's why. So, so is he the worst of the Keshi because he fails to die? So that's bad. like how uh, that's uh, we said the Gotrek, worst player. Yep, Gotrek is the worst player because he the world ended and he still yeah. failed to die. It's it's, it's the Gotrek Gernison uh, problem. If you, for those who don't know who Gotrek is, he's the either the most successful slayer or the worst slayer because he has killed everything from essentially. Ratman to gods, yep. but he hasn't died yet. <laughs> He's actually become so good that he took over Grimnir's um he took Grimnir's axe and became the god of war essentially. So he's either the worst slayer ever known to mankind or the best slayer. <laughs> Alright. Uh Steve, you wanted yeah. the these bikes? Yeah. The Kaiser Gan lands, Peter. So the Kaizagan land speeder, it's 105 points, which is, eh, you know, not terrible. It's like a tactical squadron cost. It is move 15, including the bonuses. Um, weapon skill 4, plus skill 4, 4. Toughness 7, that's really nice. 4 wounds, um, mixture 9, 3 up save. Um, but that toughness 7 is really nice on a land speeder. Um, it is armed with a bolt pistol, chainsword, power armor, and the Kaizagan assault speeder. What does that mean? Um, well, the Kazakhstan Assault Speeders have one carries assault cannon and two Reaper auto cannons. Um, it's an anti-grav heavy cav- cavalry unit, so it floats over terrain, but it can't run, and it gets to um, reroll saves versus blasts and templates. It's a white scar, deep strikes, it's relentless, firing protocols for Harbingers of the Legion. Outflank and hit and run. So we have a lot of deployment opportunities for this vehicle, but it's got a nice long range armament, which makes it a beautiful augment to a bike army. Because this supplies all of your suppressive firepower while your bikes are running up the field. That's yeah. a lot of shots with Rendon. Some people all those are weapons by the... rending. 
for those people who are saying why there's it's firing protocols four when it only has three weapons, yeah. you can give it two extra hunter killer missiles. That's why. Yes, and those do count as weapons. Yeah. What's re- the, most people, what they do with this is that they outflank. You also have a bolt pistol. Bolt pistol. Don't forget your bolt pistol, Dan. Oh, God. God. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> your bolt pistol, I forgot. How could I? Um, but yeah, no, no, there's lots of delivery options. There's lots of, um, just lots of guns. It's, I think, 10 shots. Reapers are two shots each. Yeah. It's 10 uh, shots with rending and a mix of strength, six yes. and seven. What is it? A Reaper auto cannon? Reaper auto cannon. Reapers and it carries. Cares. Um, one thing to note, just as a general when you bring to the table, it is a harbinger of the Legion. This is a rule that not everyone has picked up immediately. What it means is that you are never scoring and you are never denial. And you can never be joined by models that don't have this rule. But what you do get is um, you can re-roll all shrouded saves you make. So if you do an invade on this model, you can re-roll that save, which is really nice. So to answer your question, by the way, it's around yeah. 10 shots. It is 10 shots. Actually. Yeah, 10 shots. Six shots yeah. at strength six, uh, rending six, and then you have two shots twin linked uh, at rending Times six, two. rending two. Yeah, so you have you four have shots reapers. there, yeah. strength seven, AP four, rending six, but they're twin linked. Um, it's yeah. a solid firebase to have, and it's only yeah. 105 points. No, that's good. I mean, you're you're going to want land speeders this in this army. Fantastic. And it looks like the old school deodorant bottle tank. You're going to want a lot of things in this army. White scars are one of those again. They're just they, you want to go fast. <laughs> White scars is the dumb funny into four troll yeah. because the plastics are never going to do it no for the army. You know, these are these are great. I need yeah. to get some land speeders one of these days. I just think the really old land speeders look kind of stupid. Oh, you're not going to buy this. So, you know, I was going to say, please the, tell me you're not going to buy this. or whatever? No. You're, you're not, right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, God, I hate it so much. That's what. So, I, I'm. I, I, listen, I, I'm all for like old school models and it, everything, but dear God, it, please it's don't. essentially the That's idea so of dumb. I'm already oh, in power oh. armor. What is my vehicle going to do for me unless it has even heavier armor than I do? It does not. So why bother? It just makes me slower. You know? Oh, God. All right. Um, So so where we're going to go to from here. Oh, my God. um, Before we get into the named characters, we're going to keep going through units. And they gave us the exemplary units. So we're going to switch over to them. This is the White Scars, Dark Sons of Death. Oh, does anyone in particular want to talk about them? Okay. All right. Maybe I'll say for Chinza. All right. (laughs) Or at least the. uh, Maybe I'll I'll take these and then you and Steve can finish out the last three things. All right. So these are the Dark Sons of Death. These are 155 points for five guys. Move eight. It takes into account their their special ability here. Um, Normal guys in here because they have a champion. Normal guys are weapon skill four, ballista skill four, strength four, toughness four, normal one wound, one attack. Normal space marine stat line in every way, except the champion has one extra attack as per champion, one extra leadership as per champion. But he actually has one better weapon skill. He's actually weapon skill five. These guys have bolt pistol, chain swords. They got the frag and crack grenades. They also have rad grenades, which is a little bit extra than a normal space marine will get. And these guys have jump packs. So they have the Warhawk jump pack on them. Um, they have their leader, who counts as a character, makes sense. 
These guys are stubborn. They have Shadow of Death, Stormseer's Conclave, and Invocation of the Raising Tempest. You could take 10 more of them for 20 points a guy. Um, any one of them can change out chain swords for uh, charnable weapons or power glaives. For every five of them, you can take a plasma pistol, a hand flamer. For every five, you could also take a plasma gun, melted gun, or flamer. So you can put a couple special weapons, kind of like a veteran squad. Um, just not relentless, but you can take those sort of things. The champion can swap out for the heavier melee weapons, like power weapons, power fists, and all of that. Um, he can also take his artificer. So a lot of the sort of upgrades that you would think that you could take on a tax squad, essentially, with some extras. Their biggest things is their special rules. That's what really sets them apart. So one, they have Shadow of Death. Hey, you know, that includes any model with the special rule may only be joined by Legion Centurion with the Legion Consular Stormseer upgrade or Legion Centurion with the Moritat upgrade. Note that Legion Tech Marines and Legion Apothecaries may not be assigned to a unit with this special rule unless they also have this special rule. So these guys are very particular with who is allowed to join them. Stormseer's Conclave. So they can be selected as a retinue for a Stormseer. Um, I don't know if there's anything else different in here. They don't take up Force Archer. If you do it this way, they're considered as part of the same unit as that leader. He can't leave. Um, they must be deployed with the models as leader. Yeah, so essentially they can be a retinue for your Consolaris, for your Stormseer. Um, an Invocation of the Raising Tempest, a unit with at least one model with a special rule, gains the Fleet 2 and Rage 1 special rule for the duration of the current assault phase when attempting a charge against an enemy unit that they outnumbered, sorry, that they outnumber at the point the charge is declared. So you're better if you actually have more than the enemy. Which is, which is iffy when you're looking at 155 points for five guys. Hold on, hold I'm on. listening. Hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Hold on. I'm gonna go. Don't gonna tell go me a 600 plus point here. unit of hold guys. On, the, or what, a noisy, like by the way. Yeah, I know where you're. Okay, going. Wait, you're like, hold if on, I max though, it you out for going. 500 points, they're good. First of all. You can only you can only go to yes. fifteen, which annoys me to no end. By the way, I should point out that 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 irks me. So I'm like I'm crunching my hands together as I'm thinking about it, because for me it's always like five, ten, twenty, not fifteen. Anyway, you, if these guys are maxed out, right, and you give them power glaves, now <laughs> you your goal against attack unit wait let's wait say, wait right? no no, no. stop put, stop stop wait so your thought transport. is you're gonna you take 15 to. dudes everyone's power glaive yes okay go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. calculate the numbers on this so you're looking at <laughs> 505 points so when i said you're gonna make it like a 500 point unit go ahead tell me what this 500 point unit will do well no because like 15 pretty much outnumbers any of the big boy units unless you're going against terminators which I wouldn't recommend because your weapons are AP3 breaching 5. Your Terminator is going to be like maybe 10 um, guys at most. True. For outnumber purposes? They count as two each, don't they? No, it doesn't, oh, yeah, it doesn't say no, that. It's just that a pure amount. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, ooh, interesting. It doesn't it's say bulky okay. counts extra. Um, but yeah, no, it's just I think you give them, make them a 500 point unit, give them a Storm Seer. Right, it does. Okay. bulky does affect outnumbering. 
It says it under oh. bulky. Yes, that's oh, a so thing. Yeah, they they moved well, it so you tell me it's a Terminator unit. Now there's strength six. Depends on Don't how many Terminators. You got ten Terminators count as two each. Okay. All right, so we'll, 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 let's, let's back yeah, up here for a second. Terminus, okay, yeah. so you got this 505 points of boys. And now, um, how so, and you want to store, throw the Stormseer in. Stormseer is a minimum extra 45 points. On top of, if you just take the, the normal armor guy, you'd be at 610 now. So what's this 610 point unit doing for me? For 610 what's points, it better. The problem is, at 610 <laughs> points, they are mostly, for a large extent, normal space marines and they die like normal space marines will and they're gonna die for 30 points a boy which is the same cost as my terminator base for the love mm. of god shave off at least five if not ten <laughs> of those power glades because you will lose guys power so the reason i'm picking the power although glades, although, although 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 they actually have... do count as two models each because they have warhawk jump packs which oh yeah cool. they do have war but I also say they also have rad grenades so now those power glaives are instant deathing. Yeah. All those power glaives are now instant death because they'll be hitting at strength six. Oh, which reminds me then your consular also has three. to take a jetpack. Because otherwise he's gonna slow him down. Which he can. They didn't say he couldn't, so he could take it. All right, don't give him a jetpack. Don't add the storms here. Here. Don't add the storms here. But no, you have five dudes with rad grenades who take um power glaives. If they charge into a Terminator unit that's multi-wound, they instant death the Terminator unit before they attack. AP on the glaive, though, is three. Yeah. Three. You're fishing for fives, essentially. Um, but you're hitting on fours, wounding on War jump packs an extra 20. So for 625 points, you can go kill a 300, maybe 300 points worth of Terminators. Okay, just five, man. I just said take five. Take five. Take, uh, take five. Give them a yeah. Give them power yeah. glaives. The big so thing is you're you're points. not getting your you're not getting one of the bonuses. For but you're probably not going to be outnumbering people at five. That's the only tough part. If you want the extras, you got to outnumber, and you're not outnumbering them at five. You know, they have to outnumber you. No. Re, no. Re, yeah, you have to be outnumbering have the enemy. To be outnumbered. Read yeah. the invocation of the raising tempest. No. Yeah, that they outnumber. Oh, that they the outnumber. Charge. So, like, if they kill yeah. some of you on the on when you assault in, that part well, yeah, doesn't matter. It's when you declare the charge. Yeah. But five guys, you're probably never getting that. You got to take at least a couple extras. I, I I think what you do with me, I think what you do with these is you throw them at like small units of Terminator squads because they charge in, they get eleven attacks. Did I do that right? Yeah, they get eleven attacks. Hitting on fours, wounding on twos, um, with any five-ups being breaching, that kills, what, two, three Terminators? With only two striking back? Well, well they might not all... There kills might be more Terminators. people striking back, because the Terminators might not be with heavy weapons, all of them. Kind of depends. Um, your Paraglave... Oh, Paraglave is just normal power weapons, so... Well, no, no, I, I know. I mean, in terms no, of whether or strength. not you get the bonus that, what attack, I'm saying is with they the do have bolt pistols. So that essentially three attacks for the base guy on a charge with the power glaive still. Not counting potential of rage. Okay. I think if you take these guys, I think you got to take like seven or eight. Because you got to give yourself a chance of outnumbering small squads. Okay. Or you don't send them at the Terminators. You send them against the other things. Just carve down people's tax squads and stuff like that. 
you know. What's funny is even if you don't carve them down, I think you, you missile them into attack squad, they'll still hurt. Because rad grenades plus uh rad grenades uh plus the uh plus one strength is still good you're still you gonna win need on to. You're, yeah, you're, you won't instant you have death an AP three weapon. You don't, you don't have to anyway. death Exactly. I think you still throw them at attack yeah. squad. To me that's because these guys are good hurt. at hunting you know maybe something like that where I might want something a little bit heavier one of my Terminator units to go try to take down another Terminator unit. If they're somewhat hurt, you could probably take down some Terminators, but... Yeah. What do you mean? How much how is it? 20 man points wise? Out of stupid curiosity. Tax squad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 10 a model, so 200 It's a flat 10 a model. Assuming you didn't put anything what? special on them. 200 minimum, and then with a power fist is what? 20? Yeah, just like power two... fist sergeant is what? 220-ish? No, power fist... Power fist is 20? Uh, call it like 20, but there's no guarantee to have a power fist, so... Five. Sure. Well, I know, but let's just say two twenty. So these guys are what? Oh five no! Five of them. Yeah, they're yeah because you got to add the extra. Yeah, they're two hundred five. They're essentially the same cost. Right, power blades, and then let's give a plasma gun. Let's give a melting gun or a plasma gun. So you pick Which one they shoot off you if back. you want before you charge in. I, I There's think... the thing. Honestly, in this unit, no, oh, yeah. I don't put any special weapon on them because if you're close enough. I'm going to save my reaction. Yeah, don't put any special weapons around. For when you shoot that, like, one gun, kill one guy, and then I bolt around into you. Although, <laughs> I should point out, we haven't talked about the next unit, which is the Falcon Claws, which are, I love. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would oh, I would pair these up with the Falcon Claws, actually. That's the funny part. I'd actually pair these up with the on... other unit that's missing. This unit changed so much what, from these guys first iteration, which is weird. Yeah. Because I, I pulled up um, the original article that they were first released in. Just want to look at the art for them, right? Because I'm pretty sure they have an alternate color scheme. Yeah, they're all decked out in red, which will stand out a lot for the right scars as well. So you could have white units, black units, red units. Um, but like their rules totally change. It's weird because the rules that were released were based off of the hmm. 2.0 rules, reverse engineered. It, it's very interesting, like how much it's shifted in, I guess, image. Neat. I like I like what they did, but yeah, totally different. Just cool, just cool thing I know. But yeah, they're all painted up in red. They got some gold trim. They look almost like blood angels, except they have all like you know the white scars iconography. White scars, iconography. I can speak. Um, yeah, they're cool. All right, Dan, you wanted to do uh, these Falcon Claws, right? All right. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Falcon Claws. All right. So, Falcon Claws are 95 points for five models. Uh, you have a champion and a claw in the unit. Really, the only difference, again, is the champion gets an extra attack for two attacks and an extra attack save. Faith. Um, they're wearing scout armor. Yeah, they're wearing scout armor. They're not wearing space marine armor. This will become apparent in a little bit, so they're four up save. They're armed with two lightning claws each. They're armed with frag grenades, crack grenades, and shroud bombs, which will become apparent in a second. Uh, they're light, in, they're light infantry that are skirmish. I forgot what skirmish does for you. Hell, I skirmish gives you a three-inch coherency. And an Ooh. additional bonus of plus one to um, cover saves. Light okay. means that you can run and still shoot as a snapshot. I forget if you could charge. I'll look that one up. 
Yeah, look that one um, up. But on if you screen. run, you cannot get cover bonuses. Okay, but run. Check to see if you can run and charge because that's going to be that'll be apparent. In a they can outflank. They can move through cover. They have precision strikes, five up, and marked for death. And uh, since marked for death is not in the uh, sh the sheet that they provided. Marked for death is at the start of the battle. Once both armies have set up all their models, including any units with the infiltrator special rule, a single enemy unit may be chosen by the player that controls any model with the special rule. That unit is considered marked for death. When any model with the special rule controlled by the player are used to make an attack of any kind against the enemy unit, their controlling player is marked for death. All failed wound rolls of one may be re-rolled. Which doesn't make sense for these guys since they have lightning claws, but it'll make sense if you change them out. So you can take an additional light uh, falcon claw for 16 points a pop. Um, you can exchange any one of their lightning claws or both of them for a bolt pistol and power weapon, which then also means you can give them a, a power glaive. Uh, you can give them a cyberhawk for 10 points, which is weird because that's only for uh, characters. You can give them melt bombs. So and then the no, can't do the power, power glaives unless you're a character. So one guy could, the, the, the leader, no, nah, no, the leader could swap out. Oh, okay. The rest are not characters. Oh, okay. Leader friend. So the, the, the mark for death for me never really made sense for me, but whatever. No, um, mark for death does not do much for this unit in particular. No. But but what does do good? Did you check out light by the way? Can they run and charge or not? You cannot run and charge. You can run and shoot as snapshots. Who cares? Got two angles. So the big thing with this unit is, and this is what I was seeing it before, is you do outflank assault with them. That's basically what their job is. Um, for ninety-five points, you have a very very glass cannon missile, in my opinion. Um, you're wearing scout armor, so it's only a four-up save, right? You do get plus one on your cover save if you're running through terrain. Uh, and remember, you move through cover, so you ignore that minus two. You have shroud bombs. This is what makes the unit, I think, very powerful, because shroud bombs minus... Uh, you, you, I don't know, oh my god, sorry. Uh, minus the shots by six inches, right? Um, what this can do is that you could kind of reduce the incoming shots. Uh, wait, do Shroud Bombs work in Overwatch, he says, scrolling down, trying to what find do you mean, do where they the work in Overwatch? Bombs are. Think about Light while Dan's looking that up. So Shroud Bombs are, you minus six inches from range Ooh, weapons. The, the question is when it says it ends. Is that only in the shooting phase, or is that in... Where are you, I don't know where you're looking for this. Yeah, hold on. Can I find? Oh, no, weird. Okay, I'm not being Trader Legion bombs. units. Give me a second here. Right, Lords. It's only Alpha Legion that has it's it. It's under grenades. Everyone has it because recon squads have them. Oh, god damn it. All right, give me a second. I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it. Look under grenades. Instead of alphabetically under shroud, look under the grenade section. It should be there. Oh, shroud bombs. Got it. Yep, here we are. Uh, yeah, it's whenever targeted by shooting attack. Okay, so I was right. So, what I see these units doing, I think they are very powerful in doing this. You outflank assault, you put them seven inches away from a unit, so that now they can't, oh, uh, they can't shoot you with any, like, 12-inch guns, or they can't rapid-fire you on Overwatch, which is super important. You move nine, so you get the plus, oh, one, plus one to... Yeah, eight, plus nine is one. At nine inches. No, it's plus one. It's plus one. You get plus one... A six inch charge for you, which is still very doable. You could still go closer and risk the uh, risk the uh, overwatch. And you have two lightning claws per person, meaning you get plus two attacks instead of plus one. So on the charge, the normal falcon claws get four attacks 
and the leader gets five attacks. Um, and you have precision strikes, which means all your hits of five up can be targeted against a certain person. So let's say you charge this against a tax squad, you could take out their apothecary if it's in there, or you could take out a sergeant if it's in there. Um, I, I, and it's only for 95 points. I think it's a cheap, oh, most definitely. very effective... No, most definitely. I mean, the Shroud Bonds help out a lot. That's my They case. really do. Yeah. I thought it was only in the shooting phase for Shroud Bonds. That's why I wanted to check. But no, it's just whenever you're targeting with a shooting attack. It's minus six inches. That's Funny massive. enough, mentioning Apothecaries, um, first of all, you could put one in here and get all the special rules, which is hilarious. But no, what I was actually thinking of was um, it would be safer if you're charged by these guys to put the apothecary into the challenge. Because yeah. those precision strikes are going to pick him out and they're going to shred him to bits. So I would absolutely, absolutely do the Maybe challenge with the apothecary, ironically. Maybe he gets fucked, at least he gets fucked by one person and not the other five, other four. Exactly. Because maybe the one guy's going to whiff. But the law of averages, the entire squad won't. Honestly, this is a squad I'd even max out. 95 plus, what, 16 it's times 5? Of course it's, of course it's 16. Another like 80. Because it, it's half of 16. Yeah, zero, and yeah. plus 95. So yeah, 175? That's not bad. That's an old school tactical squad from 6th edition. Uh, seventh yeah, edition. that's 175 for a whole unit of lightning claws that can outflank assault, move through cover, get plus one of their cover save, all precision strike, reroll their wounds, and I, lightning claws, yes, if you're paired what, they had plus two to attacks, right? If they're paired. Yes, if they're paired. They're yep. rending on a six up shot. And are they rending? I always, I always forget up. this. They're rending. So, yeah, that's... 175 for that's not bad. It's like their own form of like blood claws, essentially. Yeah, and then they can be three inch coherency. So blast Which also means three yeah. inches from base to base for close combat. Yes, but no. As a custodies player who used to play with three inch coherency a lot, because that's what custodies had um, back in 1.0. That was amazing. Dude, tell us, ask Steve how three inch coherency treated him and his blast templates. It didn't matter because I couldn't hit in the first place, and then you'd make all your three up saves anyway. So three inch coherency is irrelevant. Oh god. Okay, I didn't expect that response. Um, <laughs> but no, three inch coherency does actually. It sounds again, an inch doesn't sound like much, but it does make the difference, especially with a blast template. I'm not going to do the math. I'm sure Dave can figure it out. But if you can spread out an extra inch on all of your dudes. I think you lose like a lot of models on a blast. You go from if someone has a hex sorry, bring in some engineering words, a standard hexagonal pattern, you're going from hitting six, seven guys to hitting one guy. If it's a Ooh. line, you go from hitting three to hitting one. Jesus. Okay, yeah, so no. Also remember they can take a cyberhawk. Oh, so, yeah, which is cyberhawk. really interesting in my opinion. Because the cyberhawk, remember. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah, so about the So essentially, cyber they're hawk. a charge plus so two. That's another what plus one to their charge because they're a nine move. So then, yeah, definitely you put them at seven inches. You outflank assault them seven inches. No one can rapid fire you back. Um, I yeah, this is a yeah. I put them at seven inches, and you have a five inch charge. And also, storms here with these guys, and not the um yeah. the dark suns. 
Oh, geez. these guys! Imagine to... these guys with um, Fleet Four. Oh my God, Fleet Four! Or even uh, Fleet Two, Fleet Four, and then and then well, they already have. Those are real failed hit rolls of yeah. one. The, the the big th- so. No, no, that's in shooting only. Yeah, Cyberhawks only happens in shooting. These guys oh, don't have a gun. With the Cyberhawk. Yeah, like, uh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. I mean, you could uh, have a gun. Although, if you did take the Storm Seer, you, you wouldn't get their ability the turn that you come in from outflank because it is when, the, instead of moving, you had to spend your move to get on the board. But. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah he doesn't have to start with them. He could just get near them. Power off. <laughs> that's like assault is you have to it's turn one you tell the opponent what side you're choosing turn oh, two no. everyone before, comes in before the no 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 you're thinking titanicus <laughs> the, so, the way outflank works in this edition is after deployment before infiltrators and scouts the outflank assault location is indicated with a marker and like hey this is where assault is coming from and you roll for them and when they eventually show up you roll a die to see if it's ordered or disordered. If you roll a one, it sucks for you, and your opponent can move the marker, I believe, up to 12 inches along that table edge. Now, all the table edges are open, but your opponent gets to move it 12 inches. If it is a two or higher, you get to move it, and you walk onto the board from that point with all of your outflank assault units. Yeah, and you can assault from outflank, which is different because outflank yes, is, is the one to... causes pinning. Wait. Also causes pinning. Ooh. Like a deep strike. Yeah, no. I a thousand percent would put the I I like these guys a lot. I mean the form save sucks, but honestly, if when, when the, the form save isn't so bad with the shroud bombs right. because you again yeah. you have to be pick particular with what you go against. Don't give yourself a spot where them losing six inches means you still get creamed. You know, go against yeah, it's like a spot where they're bolters. Okay, so I only get a few hits in there, something like that. Yeah. Oh, they have plasma pistols. Okay, I'm outside the distance. You know, you gotta be smart with what you do. Oh, you can plasma pistols. All right. Um. Yeah. So we'll continue. Yes, I would definitely throw an apothecary in there. Just get that feel no pain because the four is so squishy. And there is a there's a Very lot true. of AP four still this edition. So yeah. No, I, I like this unit a lot. I think right. this unit is a um, very strong so unit. So we're on to their two HQ choices. We'll go Solomon Khan first because he's in the same document. So this is essentially the legacy. We These last few units have been from the legacies document that GW put out. It's things that pretty much didn't have models. So, uh, Steve, you want to take this this, uh, this guy here? Yeah. Solomon Khan? Sure. All right, so Solomon Khan, 180 points. He's the Khan of the Brotherhood of the Golden Star, champion of Bifrost, the Hanahan. So looking here, he's got a movement of 8, weapon skill 6, pussy skill 5, strength 5, which is a little spicy, toughness 4, wounds 3, initiative 5, attacks 4, initiative 9, save 2 up. So he's a mix of a Praetor and a Centurion. He's basically a Praetor, but with worse leadership, but more strength. Which is pretty nice. I'll take that any day. <laughs> um, he's got a Combi Melta, a Bolt Pistol. Tianzhan, yeah. Um, Tianzhan. Yeah. Tianzhan. Uh, frag Grenades, Crack Grenades, and Iron Halo, Artificer Armor. He's a unique infantry character. He's a White Scar, independent character, Master of the Legion, Relentless, 
ally of the Silent Order and loyalist. And if you want, you could upgrade him to go on a Legion Shimitar jet bike. Is but because they... What? Does no, it does not. No, okay, it does was... not. They okay. lost a lot of durability in this edition. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say. I... Um, in, I don't think you could then further upgrade no, that to be a special I'm, one, though, correct? Almost all because of them he's unique. said without being unique. I'm on it right now. Let me scroll up. Yep. And, but yeah. not unique. But not unique. Yep. You're right. You know, you so are correct. He does not get the fancy golden Kashyyyk bike. Does I mean, the you scimitar... can model him, but he, he doesn't yeah, get do it. upgrade the scimitar jet bike, though? Because you know how the scimitar jet bike can... He's unique, normal... but not the unique subtype. Nope. You can't be unique. Because he's unique. Straight... Oh, guys. He can take one, yeah, for 30 points. No, no, but the scimitar is what I'm talking about. Like, when, when you're straight... He just gets no, no, the heavy I'm... bolter. He just yeah. has the heavy bolter. Oh, he just has that you can't upgrade it to, like, a plasma or a Volca. Okay, Correct. that's what I was asking. Those are unit okay. upgrades. Got it. Understood. Okay. Yep. Okay. Still a heavy bolter. All right. So... Ally of so uh, should I start with the Ally of the Silent Order? Yeah, or it's, yeah, might as well go in that order. Do, it, do it the Ally of the Santa because I love this. Okay, Ally of the Silent Order. The attachment that includes Solomon Khan may include a single Knight Centura as a non compulsory yep. HQ choice without taking up a force organization slot. The Liber Imperium. Ooh. Yep, that's the A Raptora Cadre may be selected as a retinue for the. A knight's insurer included in this way. Sisters of Silent, including an army with Solomon Khan, are treated as sworn brothers. Ooh. So, nope. the problem is we don't know what Sisters of Silence do with this edition, which hurts so much. So I'm going to have to speak very quickly from a 1.0 edition. The fact that you can take Sisters of Silence as sworn brothers, and even with the 1.0 rules, is absolutely amazing especially when you can take a raptora cadre so let me break this up a little bit yeah what knight's is raptora yeah, so knight centaur is your hq version of a, a knight sister um mm -hmm. still strength three toughness three unless they upgrade it in two point i don't think they will but basically she's the hq choice so she can take a paragon blade blah blah the raptora cadre from the 1.0 edition is very interesting they're they're retinue essentially you can change their weapons all the way up to power axes. They can be all armed with power axes if you wanted to. But the big thing was then was they had a uh, three-up and vulnerable against blast templates. So if you hit them with a blast template, they got a three-up and vulnerable. Um, and they were all armed with a five-up and vulnerable normally. Um, so they were basically her retinue. The reason, what's funny is I don't even care about that. The fact they could take him. I care about it because we were, mm -hmm. I know Dave was just literally talking about this, how powerful psychic powers are in this edition. They're, I mean, I shouldn't say powerful. They're not like Thousand Suns, oh my god, I hate this, here's your entire phase kind of nonsense, right? But they can make or break a game, right? You almost want to take a librarian to stop your opponent from doing stuff. Sisters of Silence were the premier unit to do this. They were like, oh, you have psychic powers? No. Or they made it extremely hard. They had minus one to your leadership, minus one psychic power being cast, uh, you got perils worst right if they touched you you couldn't even cast they basically shut down psychic power so i want to see again we don't have the library imperium in front of us but the fact that they could take sisters of silence with their white scars in my opinion is really cool that's yeah yeah that's my rant. cool but currently useless yeah cool but currently absolutely <laughs> useless all right. Oh, let's so, release the rules early. 
Who knows? Yeah. They won't. They're gonna make me suffer. Alright, so um Tian's Han is a special thunder hammer. <laughs> Love it. It is a power weapon, it is strength ten, AP two, melee, unwieldy, brutal two, specialist, all as as we know for Thunder Hammers. Well, except for strength ten. Haha, <laughs> get Rex Custodes. Um, reaping like blow one. So if they are if he's in base contact with more than one model, he'll get an extra attack. And hammer hand. Alright. Hammer hand. During any fight subphase, the controlling player may choose to have the guy make a single attack and issue step ten to profile below instead of attacking normally. Ooh. Yep. You do not get bonus attacks for charging and disrupt or anything else. But you can send a one strength twelve attack with AP two brutal three at initiative ten. Holy shit! That's why I was waiting for you to react on that. <laughs> That's fast. He bugs. People were calling him a weak character. Um, I was laughing because I'm like, do you realize that if he challenges someone, or he, he rolls the two to hit, and, and then he does nothing. <laughs> That's my problem. Only one attack, you get no bonuses. True. Very that is true. That is very true. You roll that two or that one, and it's it's all over. But the bonk no, I day. I mean it's the cool. bonk. what it boils down to is his you get several attacks at initiative one or one attack at initiative ten. And you have to figure out what does it matter. Like you know, if I go to initiative one, am I going to be dead first? If so, hit him at strength 12. You're going to double out most things that you'd say be in a challenge with anyway. And just hope you don't miss. Yeah. No, I just, I, I find, so is it useful? Probably not. Is it absolutely hilarious? A hundred percent. Yeah. He literally, the fact it reminds me of the uh, Super Smash Brothers again, camera. You might be stuck in a challenge with... <laughs> I mean, you can still be stuck in a challenge with someone even up to toughness five, and I could still W you out, and you're taking three saves, and I will kill you. Again, it's not not guaranteed I'm going to hurt you, but if I can hit, you're most likely hurt, and you need to make three saves, you're most likely going to kill you, unless you're Eternal Warrior. So, you know, it's it, it, it gives you that big moment, but if you need it, because you're not going to survive their swings back, because you're, you're only three wounds. Um, if you're not going to survive what they might do to you to wait till initiative one, it could absolutely be worth it. The scimitar jet bike doesn't add anything to you, right? I, I remember it used to like modify... Just a heavy bolter and fast. So it doesn't give you toughness or wound, right? Nope. Nope. Okay, okay. okay. I just wanted to make sure because I remember it used to do stuff like that. At least I remember. Um, but I wanted to make sure. That's weird. It used to add the toughness. That's really weird that it doesn't. Huh. I know, I'm so yeah. used to it, like, I'm so used to bikes adding the toughness, you know what I mean? So I'm so used to being like, oh, maybe he's toughness 5 now, that makes yeah. a big difference. But now, okay. We got... Now, he's cool, I like him. He's, <laughs> he's only 180 points, too, which is not bad. I think... It's when... pricey, but... And honestly, he... if I can he's speak candidly, I think the pricing... Oh, I'm comes sure part of it is pricey because of it has to... I'm actually not joking about that because, yeah, because, and the only reason I say this, Dave, is because Sisters of Battle in the Custodes Codex 
are the only ones with an assault vehicle as well. All right. So they're 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 uh, dune. I know. They're like called the dune worm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen it. The black. Yeah. The dune worm uh, is an assault vehicle. Um. So I on it. I wonder, can he wait? He if there's one the brothers, does that, does that mean he can go in the Sisters of Silence squad? Yeah, you're, uh, the the oh, books words it as right. even though you can join the squads, <laughs> you still can't get in each other's transports. Nope. Oh, they thought so of, they thought of the rules that. before you did. <laughs> I was so ready for him to ride in it. Oh, I was so ready. I was like, he jumps out no, with the cannot. fucking Knights and Tura out of but, an assault vehicle. I mean, Sup, bro? So, you know, he, he's on a bike. He can keep up with the vehicle, <laughs> and then he can join them when they come out. Oh, absolutely. And I'm hoping that I'm I'm hoping that sisters. I mean, they they're anti psyker anyway. I want to see what they do with yeah. this new edition because a lot of stuff they do no longer works. You know what I mean? Before it was minus one or minus two leadership, which now does work against psychic powers, right? But then they also used to reduce yeah. the uh, the dice for di- psychic power, which doesn't exist anymore. They used to reduce the um, the amount of psychic powers gained, which doesn't work anymore. So I'm wondering what they're going to do with them. They will when that book comes GW out, like, end of the year. Them. Like, just anything. Just Unfortunately. Give me, a, give me a shit. I know. I'm hoping they don't wait that long for demons. I know Mechanicum is out next month, the, but... They're... Please they don't, don't have new things to give them, so I don't think they're in any rush to get them out. Um, they don't have anything to give them. Demons, demons don't have a well. So remember, I think we're talking about demons don't have a range. They just literally said, "Here's the base size. Yeah. Um, here are some models who can use for this." All right. So that, last that, guy. Yeah. Huh. All right. Let's do this. Last. Last guy. Probably one of my more favorite ones. The shamed one. Either the the best, Eben Keshig in the world. Or the worst Eben Keshig in the world. We're not sure. So, Chinza, Master of the Keshig, Chosen of Kagan. Um, movement 8, that again includes the extra, by the way. <laughs> they all do. Weapon skill 6, blitz skill 4, tough, strength and toughness 4, 4 wounds, so he's chunky. Initiative 6, I think that's a higher Praetor, I want to say. Um, 5 attacks, leadership 10, 2 up save. He's armed in Terminator armor, Tartaros. Five up. Uh, he has a wait. Tartaros is four. Yeah, up four or five up for Cataphrac. Okay, so there we go. I was gonna say, why these have an Iron Halo? Okay, okay. So uh, Tartaros armor with an Iron Halo. He's got a grenade harness, and he's got the Tails of the Dragon, which is his weapon. Uh, he's armed with a bunch of special rules, actually. So he's got um, independent character, massive legion, legion of Stardust, white scars. They said he has counterattack two. So this is big. This is actually kind of funny. Um, if he gets charged, he gets more attacks than if he actually charges. Look at look at his next thing. Interesting play. Remember, charging only gets you plus one. If he well, fierce charge is only one. Oh, okay. Fierce charge, charge is also bonus strength, not attacks. It's bonus strength, not bonus attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a rage for bonus attacks. Yeah, it's a rage. Yeah, I know because I'm corn. Uh, counterattack two, furious charge one. So he goes plus one strength if he does charge. Um, bulky two, relentless stubborn. Master of the Keshig, which is a special rule, and chosen of Kagan. So the warlord trait is chosen of Kagan. Basically, uh, this means if uh, Chinza is the armor's warlord, once per battle, the controlling player may choose to either bring a single eligible friendly unit or group of friendly units assigned to a deep strike assault or flank assault into play from reserve automatically instead of rolling or have it remain in reserve for that turn. 
Um, this may not be used to bring in a unit into play on a turn where reserve worlds could not normally be made for them. So you can't bring it in turn one, essentially. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the assault phase as long as the warlord has not been removed as a casualty. So once a game, he gets to basically choose, or one. if you want to hold it off, no, but you can single choose everyone comes unit. on. Or a group of friendly Which, units to sign. Oh, or a group of friendly units. Okay, so you can actually choose everyone. Okay. Group. Yes, or You group. can choose yeah. how many you want. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. This is, I think, exceptionally powerful. This is exceptionally powerful. Especially if you have, like, the jet bikes, which can deep strike. I think, G I think the, uh, hold on, let me, hold on. Let me pull up their unit subtypes real quick. Oh, it's not even unit subtypes, it's actually, like, unit profiles. Um, yeah, Sky Hunters have deep strike. And bikes don't have anything, I think. Uh, they have scout. Oh no, so they can outflank as well because they have scout. So your entire army you can choose when they come on. And it's outflank or deep strike assault, by the way. It's not and yeah, I really should good. point out. That is so nice. Exactly. I was gonna say this is amazing. This is I watched a poor white scars player this weekend in two consecutive games fail every single reserves roll and be forced to use the automatic turn four roll. And now, this imagine was in, um, what's it, what's it called the right word? The Chagorian Brotherhood, where all your infantry must be in reserves. So he was struggling big time. Yeah, you take Chen So this Warlord trade, I want to say, is a very powerful one. Definitely A tier, if, if we're tiering them. Um, because again, you can take most of your bikes and... Or not in, not in the bikes. Let's say you, you're a rich boy who bought all uh, jet bikes, right? Put them in deep strike assault. Choose when they come in. Like that's that's really they be like, oh, you think they're coming in turn two? No, they're coming in turn three. It, that's just powerful. That's really stupidly powerful. So, uh, I remember deep strike assault. You can actually um, assault out of deep strike assault. So once so. You either so it's that unit or multiple units. Oh, what, what? Um, and you can bring them in automatically instead of rolling, or have it remain. So if it would be turn two, you could choose to make them remain, but it's only once per game. So you can't decide they come in three. They just get to roll on three instead of attempting the roll on oh, two. Yes, you can. But it might be funny that yeah, yeah, you like, could stop positions on turn two to deal with it coming in. Then it's you spend an extra turn. Yeah, you spend an extra turn just shooting him because he's not shooting you or he's positioning for you for the big incoming hit, you know? I like this a lot. It's very, very white scar, very tricky. I love it. And plus, you get an extra assault phase of reaction, which is amazing because that's Disorder. what? That's uh, um, Overwatch and... Oh, damn it. Disorder, yeah. That's really big. Uh, Master of the Keshig. Uh, if Chinza is selected as the leader of the uh, leader of a Legion Tartarus command squad, any model in the Tartarus command squad will replace its power weapon with a power glaive for five points each. So, he, so this is the funny part. He can't be taken. This has always been a joke, by the way, with the community. No. He actually can't be taken with it with the Ibn Keshig, but he make kind of makes them de facto Ibn Keshig, which is weird. <laughs> Like, they're not stubborn leadership 10, 
but they kind of are armed with the same thing. So I always thought that was hilarious. Um, five up. But that's also pretty good. Up. I should, should Tardos is again the five up, I believe. Correct. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but you no. Know, what I'm saying is, if he's in a in a command squad for Tartaros, they're all armed with power graves now, and they can Overwatch now, I guess, because now they have a weapon. The Ibn Keshav yeah, do not have weapons. They the the Tartaros command squad has has ranged weapons, so that's a bonus. And then the tail of the dragon, which was a really powerful weapon in the last edition. Let's see what it is now. So it is, uh, okay, that, yeah, I knew it. Okay, so it's two separate but identical weapons. Um, the bonus for wielding two melee weapons has already been included. That's why he has five attacks, which is insane. Um, they are power weapons. Uh, when attacking with Tales of the Dragon in close combat, select one of the profiles um, to use at the start of the controlling player's assault phases uh, before any attacks are made. So you can only do one of them, but you get five attacks with it, or more if you get charged or whatever. So you could do Split the Mountain, which is strength plus three, AP two, melee, unwieldy, and master crafted. Okay. Yep. That's pretty damn good. So wait, actually, in strength yes. plus three means he goes to strength seven or strength eight if he charges. If he charged, yeah. So it's a master crafted power, uh, power fist, basically. Yeah. Uh, part the horse's mane. Ah, this is the better one. And I remember this one. Plus one strength, AP two, melee, precision, precision strikes, strikes master crafted. Up. And I like this one a lot more, in my opinion. Because no, you, you strike it now and you six. That's what I said, right? What did I say? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Position strikes three up and the Mastercraft. And I like this a lot more. You're hitting that strength five or strength six if you charged. Um, but strength five with five attacks, AP two at initiative six. Uh, and precision strikes three ups mean you can pick out who you want to die. Um, so yeah, I like this a lot. And you put him in a Tartarus command squad, so the Tartarus yeah. command squads can accept the challenges while he picks out who he wants to kill. No, he's just good. He's, he's 220 points, though. He is, he is a beefy boy. <laughs> he is a bit thick. Um, he's in line I mean, with yeah, the he's, he's, Terminator he does does well. armored <laughs> other special characters we've talked about points-wise. They're all the 200 sort of range, like low 200s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I think his big thing is the Warlord trait. I mean, his weapon is great, don't get me wrong. His weapon is pretty damn... Precision Strike 3 up uh, and able to hit AP to an initiative 6 is nuts. I, th- I think Praetors are initiative 5, which is insanity. Yeah. Uh, he's like a faster Praetor, right? Uh, Praetors are initiative 5, yeah, so he's fast. He's a fast boy. Um, but yeah, no, I... Uh, his ability to just select when they come in or to push back if you really want to screw around with the appointment is is really really good because what's funny is your opponent might be like oh you took chinza you're gonna make them come in on turn two so he he spends an entire turn you know positioning his tanks so that they're facing the sides of where you're going to come in because remember you choose the side where they come yeah, in you choose right? the actual point or you choose the point. marker the right point which is what sucks Point, yeah, the marker. You choose the point on the side. And that's for flanking. You could deep totally strike. block it too. Yeah, you could totally block it. What I'm saying is, then you could also spend. You know, you could say, "Oh man, they're totally blocked." Turn two. All of a sudden, now you take your tanks or whatever. You kill off whatever's blocking it. Wait, I thought you were rolling for turn two. No, I'm not. I'm going to spend another turn shooting you almost for free. I think it's really kind of it, it's good. That's it's good. good. I like them. All right, that. 
So that gets us through White Scars things. So uh overall final thoughts, thoughts on the Legion itself. I've never I have not played against them, so I mean I have to look at it from an outsider perspective at least. Have either of you actually played against them? So in uh, 1.0. I've not played I've played them. Okay. So I played I them in 1.0. I have watched yeah. them get played. Uh, I also watched them get completely murdered this past weekend. But aside from that, no, like, um, the actually, no, I have played against them. They can absolutely work because the units they're composed of, absolutely, if that makes sense. Like, Golden Kashyyyk are great, Kaizagans are great. Even a normal Outrider bike squad, load them up with plasmas. Um, they're great. The base unit I think isn't so much because it's only toughness four now, only one wound, only a three up save. But I mean, you know, you build the army around white scars. You could take the twin lake plasmas on every single bike in an yeah. outrider squad, and now they're going to be line troops and Trigorian Brotherhood list. Um, the army just has so much potential. Like it's outflank. You can play it fluffy and be absolutely lethal with it. Yep. And I think Steve hit the nail on the head. You have to kind of, this is a, so as much as I hate to say this coming from 40k, yeah. I think this is a legion you have to buy to build for. Be not like buy to, to win. With. It's not pay to win. Let me let me rephrase that. I'm not saying pay to win, but this is the legion yeah. where uh, you know, but like when I say buy to yeah. buy to play, it almost sounds like, you know, pay to win. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is basically they it depends heavily on the units you have in these guys are are going to rely on the non-plastic shit. They're going to want outrider bikes. They're going to want scimitar jet bikes. They're going to want hell they're going to want land speeders. They're going to want assault marines. They're going to want assault marines. Assault marines in this list are insane. Um assault marines with a storm seer are absolutely insane. Us, um but just even like cuz even assault marines um they what is a jet bike? When you want to move away, it's um, no, like the advanced reaction. You move, yeah, 12. Uh, what, 12 inches for a jet bike? Uh, for an, uh, sorry, jump pack? Is it yep. 12? 12. Yeah. Imagine, imagine 40 assault Marines. And you're ready to assault them, right? You're ready. And they each jump 12 inches away. That's like, it's insanity to me. It's insanity. And the fact that the outriders get hit and run built in and the jet bikes get in run built in so let's say you charge uh let's say they charge you right you can just hit and run out of combat you're not like people like sometimes people will charge in just to save their units from the proceeding from the uh subsequent sharp shooting phase you just leave i mean it's a 50 50 shot yeah. uh no it isn't sorry yes yes yeah, you, you need a four under so 66 percent did i do that right yeah. 66 percent, but I mean, more often than not, you're going to run away, and then you leave them square out in the open, doing absolutely nothing. Now, hold on. I wonder if they change hit and run. Can you, if you hit and run out of a squad, can the enemy squad then like reformat, or are they just stuck like that? They actually could chase you, if I remember correctly. Mm, Hold on, hit and run. Let me. I'll read it out loud for you guys, so that way. Uh, hit and run. Uh, there it is. So you have to take an initiative check, 
At the end of the assault phase, um Yeah, end of the assault. Yeah. Wait. This is weird. Do you do it? Oh no, end of the assault phase, so after leadership. Or so before leadership. Yeah, after leadership, I was right. Uh if the test has failed, you're locked in five. So if the test is passed, choose a direction. Roll two D six, add the unit's movement characteristic to that. As long as the distance rolled in inches is sufficient allowed to allow it to move over one inch away from enemy units that are locked in combat with it, the unit breaks away from combat and must immediately move the number of inches in that chosen direction equal to 2d6 plus the movement result. So it's 2d6 uh, plus your these movement, bikes, by yes. the way. So for a bike, it's what, 2d6 plus Yeah, their 15? bikes are faster. Yeah. Yeah, I'll ride yeah. a bike. Yeah. Oh, jeez. 2d6 plus 15 so you'll be getting away you ignore all models that were locked in combat no sweeping advance rolls are made um and yes you do get okay so they did add that so consolidate the number of inches equal to their initiative so you can kind of reformat after they leave but still they're gone now you're open to being shot like i can see a list i can like in my head right now i can build a list with outrider bikes some jet bikes, and ironically, some of uh, a Kratos or two, just for some anti-tank. Uh, it, this yes. is they're great. That to me is the. They are more buy to play, but they're great. Yeah, it's a theme anyone I'm, can. When do, I look at this, yeah, I think that's do that a little bit better. They do a lot yeah. of things very good. I think their special rule is nice and simple to use. It's really going to help you out. It's a lot more forgiving than some others because extra movement means if you made a mistake before, you can correct it easier. Their advanced reaction is just all around good. Some of these advanced reactions are very particular. You don't know when to use them. Maybe you won't use them. Theirs is just very nice. They get close to the line. Okay, you get to move everyone all around. The biggest problem this army is going to have is that what they currently have out mainline for the game doesn't really support the army well at all you can use it obviously you know you can take the the main heresy box and paint it up white do white scars do all that that's fine but that's not really the theme of the army that's not the look of the army it doesn't really work with the rights of war as much and let's face it right now you know if you want the other stuff most of it's sold out in forge world because they're i guess repackaging it going to plastic with some of it who knows what Mm. But if this is the army you want, you can't really support it well. How many? What? Forty How marines. How many marines do you get in the? How many marines do you get in the box? Forty. So this is what I would say. This is what I would say. Cheapest way. You buy the box. So now you have your contemptor. You have forty tactical marines, which I'm going to change in a second. You got your Terminator Spartan, which is a good choice anyway, because now the Terminators move quicker, right? Hell, you can paint the Terminators black. Make them uh, Chinzaz retinue, and then you... Uh, they, you can, could... Um, yeah. Like, no, they, like, cannot be, they cannot be Evan Hashid because they're cataphracted. Evan no, they're cataphracted, but what I'm saying is make... Yeah. Oh, they're right, you need Tartaros. They're cataphracting the squad. You are right, you are right. Um, but what I'm saying is, find yourself a 3D printer or uh, a bits maker, and you buy yourself 40 Assault Marine jump packs. And I think instantly when you do that... You have now just made it infinitesimally Yeah, the big thing is you need the arms, too. All you literally have is body. Don't get the arms. Body and some legs, yeah. yeah, You you have the wrong arms. Oh, that's right. And and it's not that it would... Not that the Terminators are bad that you get. maybe that's... But Tartarus Terminators fit this army so much better than Cataphracti because your whole concept is speed and movement. And the fact that Cataphracti are slower, can't run, and can't try to catch someone just feels a little off for this army. 
you know, it, it, it's a slow element. Is he? That said, Why their is special Praetor model is a cataphraxy. Because fuck you. Yep. Because, no, you know, because Forge World made the brilliant decision <laughs> that whenever a unit for a Legion is in Terminator armor, their Praetor should be the opposite armor. The only one that did not get that treatment is the Dark Angels, because obviously you're going cataphracty with Dark Angel. But for everyone else, their if their Terminators are cataphracty, they got a um, really? Tartarus Praetor. If their Terminators are Tartarus, they got a cataphracty Praetor. That way, you always have a Terminator sculpt specific for your Legion in the in a, a armor mark. Oh yeah, it's a cataphracty. Uh... Got a big old hawk on the arm. So I'm looking at that. Blood Angels, theirs is Tartarus, the and their Crimson Paladins look to be Tartarus yep. as well. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. they That's weird. Oh, they have like cataphracty shoulders, but they are they look yep. almost more rounded. In the picture, it was hard to tell the difference. Yeah. Is is that the thing? Oh, yeah, because they're all stylized and customized. Oh, I'm not going to do that right now, but I'm going to keep going through. I, if now, now if I you got them. them at all, yeah, now I kind of so... want to test this one. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. All right, six space walls. That's I'm, so I'll check weird space walls real case. quick. How about that? Why would they I'll do space that? World. Why do they hate people? So, space because world. they want you to buy five of the Praetor to make one basic squad. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. Because the... no, 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 a Vargir Wolf Guard. If you click on, if you click guy. in, you can see it. Are they? Is that Tartarus or is that Cataphracti? I can't tell because... Is, is the banana fur distracting you? Wait, what's distracting you? Yeah, it is. That's actually what I'm trying to figure out. God damn it. Um, hold on. No, no, no. There we go. So, so. The Varagir Wolfguard Terminators are Cataphracti. And okay. So they don't Wolves all Legion mismatch, but there's more mismatches than you would think. They do match. Yeah, those are Cataphracti. Okay, so you look at the Blood Angels. Correct. Like yes. Blood Angels... The guys in Tartaros, the squads in Cataphracty. Oh um, I still hate this because yeah. the way this guy um, looks. White Scars, their guy is, if I could find him. Yeah, no, that is very, very much Cataphracty. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. I do think, but here's the thing. Could you, okay, so Steve can maybe correct me on this more because I don't know this. Outrider bikes aren't heresy specific. Uh, just like the 40k bikes aren't heresy specific, correct? Uh, I mean, the, it, I know the it, riders. It, 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 it's a are. contentious debate. There's the riders are 40k, so, so there's nothing saying that the 40k bike is, is not around, right? It is not explicitly excluded, but it's also not specifically included. You have the same debate about the 40k jump packs. It's like, are they are they in? Are they out? We don't have concrete. Wait, 40k jump packs are in some of the heresy images, though. Uh, yes, but there's nothing saying they're in. You know, oh. like it, it's like that. It's that weird gray area. My stance is if you convert the legs by either shaving them down to Mark Six or starting them up to be Mark Five, then I think you know you're good to go. Because it's just a piece of war gear, and it's not explicitly something that was not around. Like, officially, the Godwin Pattern Bolter, the 40k Tactical Marine Bolter, is part of the Harrison. Like, that is in. It's 
I mean, it's in the pictures, but it's also on the Le now the Legion Scout Squad. So yeah, no, that's good. But we don't have confirmation either way about the bikes. I say you're good to go. Just I would say you know, yeah. So you could maybe um, find some cheap replace replace the torsos, shave the knees, swap the heads, and you're good. Or uh, yeah, I was gonna say I know that I know for a fact. Just put in the effort. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be kind of an easy little project to do. Because I know those bikes are stupid cheap online. Because no uh, one takes second hand, yes, from the store, no. No, no, no. That, that's what I meant by when I said online, I inadvertently also meant to say, you know, second hand. Maybe fill them out with like some of those bikes. And you can stick the plasma guns right on top of the um handlebars. It's not called a mantle. <laughs> I want to say it's a mantle, but it's not. On top of the, the window the shield. Hood? Then, then no, because uh, the, the so the the, the guns on the outrider um, bike Dark Angels the Command Squad, Dark Angels Bike Command Squad slash Ravening Squad, yeah, also has the plasma plasma guns as an option. Oh, so mm. and those are a mix of marks, I think. Let me see. And there's an apothecary bit in there too, oh, which is nice. So pick up at least one of that. But then you have the road I mean, you got the wings. They're a little too dark angely, though, in my opinion. I mean, you could paint up the the rear wing to look like hawk feathers, and that'd be really cool. Oh, that'd be really cool. Honestly, yeah, just get rid of the helmet and the shoulder pads because you'll be replacing them with white scar bits anyway. That's actually not bad. Oh my god, for three of them, sixty. That's better oh, than go the home. price they normally go can, home. Which were GW, the same price please. for one. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's actually two boxes. There's Black Knights and the Bike Squadron. That's what I was um, looking at, the Black Knights. There's yeah, a bike, oh, everyone Bike Squadron. The Bike Squadron's just a bike squad with an upgrade frame. It does not give you much that's new and specific. But the Black Knights... There's some cool you know, in there. point is, no. Great Legion. Doesn't really work with the starter set, um, but yeah. overall... They're, they're going to take overall, some work... Excellent Legion. But you, 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 you get a lot of good out of it if you're willing to put in the work. Um, what the hell unit type is this again? I'm trying to find it on Forge World real quick. I'm trying to find the goddamn Outriders. Cavalry? Look under Fast and, Attack? No, cavalry. I thought that's... Maybe I'll just put them under Fast Attack, Force Organization. Yeah, they, I was trying to find them under unit like... Type, there we are, Outriders. Oh my fuck. You, how, three bikes for $100. Yeah, okay. Let me see here real quick. I just want to check something. Yeah, they don't have it. They used to have like some. Mm -hmm. Forge World is better than Games Workshop about this. They used to have like all their stuff deals, is like out of stock right deals. now. So I was wondering if there was like a package deal with the bikes. It's been not. five years since the last had a deal, Dan. No, sometimes they, yeah, I was gonna say a dark, like that's how I got my five years panic. since they ran one of those. All right, I think I think that'll that'll do it for us for tonight, and that'll do it for us tonight. Um, as always, we'd like to thank anyone and everyone who does listen. Um, if you have any questions or any way that you want to reach out to the show, um, I am still working on putting the Facebook together, a few other things. Just life's been a lot busier than I intended. But you can still reach out through email. It's terrainkickersnj at gmail.com. Or you can just comment on one of our YouTube videos. I do go through that and keep an eye on those. Uh, remember, this is available in any podcatcher you use, as well as on YouTube. If it's on a podcatcher, we definitely appreciate any reviews we have a few reviews coming in which is great the more you have of those the better um when it comes to youtube obviously likes and subscribes are huge there um 
I always kind of found it funny when people talk about that until I started doing it myself. And you realize that, yeah, that's really what gets you noticed, what gets you seen um, and gets the word out. Um, as I said, I hop of the show that we're going to start trying to do two recordings a week for at least the next while to help us get through these legions. Once we're done with the legions, then we can get back into more just talking about the game, what's going on. We can talk about the different rights of war, do some sort of fun tier lists because everyone loves to argue about that kind of stuff, including me. Um, so we have a lot of plans and ideas we want to get to. But we want to get through the legions first because a lot of people might be trying to figure out armies and figure out what they want to do and... I know, at least in my local scene, a lot of people are still working on the assembly. There's there's people of us who are up and ready to play, but a lot of the people are still putting it together, still making their decisions and choices, and want people to be able to have a more informed decision. I know, at least for me personally, when I started 40K, I listened to, I don't know, half a dozen or more podcasts related to the armies and everything like that. In particular, I listened to the independent characters, who at the time they had a essentially overview of every army. So listening to that is what really helped me decide. So we want to be able to be a resource like that for people as well. All right, well, that's plenty enough for tonight. On behalf of everyone here on the show, have some good hobbying, some great gaming.